Oh, yeah, baby. Here we go. Even though we started 30 minutes ago, <laughs> I'm Mike Busey, and as always, joined by Miguel Colon Jr. Welcome to the Mike Busey Podcast Show, whatever the fuck we're calling it. Sometimes I call it the Mike Busey Podcast. Sometimes I call it the Mike Busey Show. I freeze sometimes and look and try to see where it's written, but it's me not written too, anywhere. I swear to God, <laughs> it's me not too. written anywhere. <laughs> me fucking too. I'm like, damn, what, what album did I put that on my phone? Yeah, like, where's I'm it like written? looking for artwork. I'm like, Mike Busey. I'm something. like, you're listening to the Mike Busey Program Radio Show Podcast. Yeah. So yeah, we've been uh, we we we've got a couple of the members here, and uh, we're just fucking. We've been at least for at least 25, 30 minutes, been saying some shit we definitely would never go on the record. I'll for. fucking deny, deny, deny everything we just said for the past twenty five minutes. Even like if they played it in court with the video and the audio, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know who that is. It's a deep fake. Yeah, that's not someone me. got Dom DeLuise's body and fucking yeah. photoshopped someone's mouth over. They took a scene from Cannonball Run and threw a Mike Busey shirt on him, and now it's me. I'll claim it was Jeff. <laughs> like I'll be like, Your Honor, that's Jeff on trial. So Jeff, when the member they got the blowjob a couple episodes ago, you say that y'all get mistaken for each other. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. Me and Jeff, we do look very similar. Uh, and we're both big guys, and a lot of times we'll have like a Mike Busey shirt on and some basketball shorts or something like that running around here. So we get here's the thing: we don't get mistaken for each other a lot. People constantly fucking mistake me for Jeff. So I asked him this weekend. I was like, "Yo, Jeff, people always mistake me for you. Do you get mistaken for me?" And he's like, "Not a lot." So it kind of pissed me off, like to the fact that like they think I'm him, but me, who's kind of a fucking. Uh, a person who's here all the time. Jeff comes here from time to time. He's here a lot. But they don't confuse Jeff for me. And I think it's because of racism. Like, I think that Jeff... Right now, Mike is calling baseball plays, and it's throwing me the fuck off. He's, like, trying to explain something to the guys the in the ACs. audience. <laughs> and I'm looking I'm at, the fat guy who never wants them turned off, and I'm signaling to turn them off. Mike, it looked like you were telling him to steal third for a minute. You were, like, yeah, rubbing like, your nipples. I'm over here trying not to distract. <laughs> Steven, this is where you hit the multicam. I'm like, hey, uh, steal... Yeah, I'm trying not to distract it. <laughs> and then you started doing AC, and it looked like YMCA. And I was See, like, what now the listen fuck? to hear the audio. They're like, well, Mike sacrificed his fat body uh, just for the quality of the audio. Yeah, I did. You threw me the I'm going to be sweating off. in three, two, one. Here comes the sweat, motherfuckers. Dude, the minute the ACs turn off, Mike starts telling us how hot the room is. And one time, Everyone stop breathing now. One time, guys, you know this for a fact, Steven. It was like the beginning of March. It was like 65 degrees outside with a nice breeze. The AC turns off for a second, and Mike goes, oh. It's way too hot in here. <laughs> and here's the thing. I fucked up because I'm a very superstitious person. And I feel like we've, we've got a nice little streak going. So I don't. I, I really should be sitting where you're at, closer to the ACs. Yeah. I'm the furthest away. And I don't know if we're going to be doing this show here in another month or so. It's about to get hot. It's, it's already hot as fuck. We're going to be hosting the show from like an ice rink somewhere or something oh, like please, that. Oh, please. I'd love the that. The penguin enclosure over at fucking we'll go to the uh, ice bar on I drive. Just, just the fucking uh, the Wawa walk-in cooler with the liquor and, or the beer and shit. Oh god, that'd be the greatest. Every party, I'd turn my AC down to like sixty-eight degrees, and all the bitches are like, oh, "It's cold." I keep my place. I, my place is only like like 
1,100, 1,200 square feet. It's a small place downtown. So I keep it like 68 degrees. And by the way, I've never been to your house. Well, you've never, known you. you've never been outside of your house. <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> so Miguel, what I'm trying to get at is I, I'm pretty sure Miguel has like a, a wife and children and, and like a dog. And I'm the most. whole other life that no one knows about. I am the most about. deep cover fed that's ever fucked with you. Yeah. Like to the point now I'm writing fake reports because I want to stay undercover. Like I could have taken you out years ago, but I'm like, if I take him down, he won't be catching blowies in the tour bus anymore and i'll go back to fucking auto theft unit and shit man so where do we even start we had let's start with this we had we had had, no let's start with this we had the most i say one of the most successful members weekends that we've had in a long time and the reason why was last members weekend we hit everything on the itinerary which was great and we had a blast and i had every intention of doing the same we did but this members weekend we rode the vibe we made some well, audible it also calls. rained it monsooned on us for the, it had like, we had a slight but we made audibles man we made calls on this one just to keep the vibe going yep and we did this members weekend and let, let me I'm, we're going to go into detail about it but to kind of give you the the trailer of this members weekend uh, there was monsoons. Vice was here to film. There were uh, first time blowjobs. There was a, a pool party with foam machines. There was cock blocking left and right. There was a fucking. It was a vibe. There was it was a, a jack off contest on the scrambler. Yep. There was a vibe this this members weekend that uh, we haven't had in a while. And uh, like I literally was thinking how awesome it was that if any I, I in the middle of a pool party. I turn into a phone party. Let's but. start with that. Though. Let, let, let's go with this. Let's because we don't want to jump back and forth. At Sunday, we were supposed to have a bunch of activities planned, and instead, Mike decided to put on a soundtrack that was his I dope DJ'd, ass which soundtrack. I missed my calling in life. I should just be a DJ. Yeah, man. You Next time to- I show up to these clubs and do a stage show, and I'm with a, a tour bus and twenty motherfuckers and props and trailers and spending i literally spend like 200 dollars a night on like hot dogs and like milk and shit well there was so sunday we skipped the things we're supposed to do in the itinerary there's a a break in the rain there's probably like 60 people all in the pool mike puts on a dope ass soundtrack i mean fucking stand by me is playing for the record if you're ever bored out there guys truckers or anyone else blue collar people um go on spotify and just type in mike Busey, and i have about eight different playlists everything for fucking christmas Themed, fucking the best of the best Christmas songs, techno shit, EDM stuff, the, the classic old what, school hip hop. Play, what playlist? What playlist did you play for the pool? Uh, that one was uh, "Caught Up in Your Feelings." Mike Busey. Give him a kind of vibe of what what's on that playlist. Uh, Louis Armstrong, fucking. I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Fucking Imagine by John Lennon. Fucking Footloose. Fucking. Pink Floyd, wish you were here. Incubus, Yo, Chris wish you just were here. busted out laughing with Footloose because oh, no, it's just it was, like <laughs> everybody, journey. everybody was rocking with you. And then the way you said Footloose was like you were like Footloose. I mean, bro, listen, I'm trying to tell you this playlist. If you put it on, and and for the record, I've had a lot of it people. It sounds like when guys Spotify. are convincing somebody they have a cool room because it has a black light. Like it has a black light. Well, there's a lot of people <laughs> we'll that go on Footloose. Spotify and they'll tell me, "Yeah, this was a party and the vibe wasn't really cool." But I typed in Mike Busey on Spotify. And I saw your playlist. I want I you to make a playlist called Mike Busey, I'm Coming Out to My Dad, I'm Gay Playlist. 
And it's just got all the jams to lead you to that. I want you to start making playlists for everything. Mike Busey, I'm trying to tell my wife I got a DUI because I left the strip club playlist. Well, I almost have that. I got 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 like tequila. I got one called Mike Busey, Shake That Ass Bitch, Pussy Poppin' Playlist. Mike Busey, I just found out the Kid's Not Mine playlist. I got a Mike Busey's Too Turned Up, Breaking Shit, Wild and Out, Most Likely Going to Jail playlist. Mike Busey, she had a miscarriage, so I'm saving $500 playlist. Mike Busey's EDM Glow Stick Up Your Ass Best Of playlist uh best of the the 50s oldies i got the classic hip-hop hall of fame greatest hits i got um oh god what you guys don't know is mike, can't, mike can't break from a list now he can't give you three of his playlists and be like and many more mike Busey's <laughs> finger fucking it's like the infomercial about to but say, wait there's more it's mike mike would never have the but wait it's more he'd be like let me just read them all to you Listen, i will if you if you are playing mike Busey's finger fucking your bitch slow jams best of playlist and you don't get at least a little stank finger, I will personally fly to your house and suck your dick. That's how fire that shit is. It's, all, it's almost illegal to play that because the woman, she can't do nothing but consent. It's so It's, <laughs> it's so the fire. Spanish fly. It's, it's so the fire. Spanish fly of playlists, man. There's one that says, uh, if you didn't grow up listening to this shit, you're soft as fuck, rock and roll, best stuff. Well, before of. we get stuck into the Mike Busey pay- playlist rabbit hole and then start reading songs in it and liner notes. Mike we're talking best about, up, we're talking caught about, him in the feelings and shit. That, I, got, well, I, got, I got all. We're talking about the pool party. So you had that playlist going. I was rocking the play- playlist. You had the know? foam machine going in the pool. DJing with one hand, Snapchatting with the other. And, and Steven's running. We, went, we did something we haven't done in a while. You're welcome. Um, we started broad. We were going live on the on the secret Snapchat. So if you remember, not only do you get to see it on the site, but we also have a Snapchat. We upload stuff, and we haven't been doing it in a while, just because you know we don't own Snapchat. Everyone reports it. It's bullshit. People give it away, and uh, the quality of it when you film it in Snap, it always like decreases the the quality. It's like horrible. It looks like fucking shit. Like after that, so I was like, Stephen, fuck it, let's go live. And we were live all weekend, weren't we, Stephen? There was a bunch of shit, so, I mean, uh, in between that, what were we talking about? The we're pool talking party? pool party, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> it's all so, t- I like, yelled do you want to read another list? I said, Charles, I say, go get the phone machine. He said, really? I said, yes. I remember, we were, we were supposed to be doing stuff, and we don't like to break the itinerary, but honestly, like, reading, recalling the play, reading the vibe here, this was so much better. Listen, I was going to do a, a fucking 15-yard dining out, but I said, no, we're going to do quarterback sneak. Fucking running run right up the middle, right up the middle, baby. Touchdown! Everyone had so many goddamn goosebumps. Oh, it was dope, man. I mean, everybody's in the pool partying. Everybody's in the pool. I Every- genuinely felt sorry for anyone who wasn't there. So about ten minutes into it, I knew I was about to just mind fuck everyone's soul. So I send out in the group chat nine one one. Everyone to the pool right now. And then that's where you got a text message. I get, you were trying to catch some head in the bus. I'm trying to chill, do my thing in the bus, and I get a text. All right, I'm like, don't worry, it's one text. I get another text. I'm like, okay, two texts I should. And before anything, I get the third text. And I oh, <laughs> look at the phone, and it says, 911, everyone in the pool. And I'm like, fuck, we got to go. I bolt out of that shit. Pulls the finger out of her vagina. I bolt out of that motherfucker so fast, Mike, thinking... Thinking that somebody's dying in the pool. Yeah, we had like three some... people almost. We had people go to the hospital today. All before. weekend, people were going to the hospital. So I run the fuck outside, bleeding and everywhere. I pop out and I look at Mike, and I'm like, Mike, what the fuck's up? And he's like, Phone party in the pool. Oh yeah, that my was heart like... was fucking racing though. But it was one of those I knew I shouldn't abuse the nine one one text. 
But I knew that when you got there, you would be glad you came. Bro, 911, everyone to the pool. All I thought was there's some dead girl. We got to fucking carry her outside the gate. Make it seem like she drowned in the rain. You know, something, yo. Yeah, so. Phone party. Phone party, man. Fucking vibes, bro. Vibes was hard. Super. I, I genuinely felt bad for anyone who was a member who wasn't a member and was not there. Yeah. I was like, wow, you can't, you can't, you can't recreate these moments. But and and I was like almost like literally forcing people to have fun. I'm like, yeah, you get in the pool. It took me honestly. You though, get in the fucking pool now. It took me like five minutes after I got there to decompress because I really went from like laying down and thinking cool to not because Mike doesn't send nine one one, but me and Mike. A lot of times during these parties, we got to deal with 911 shit people don't even know about. Somebody got really hurt, and we don't want to fuck the vibe All up. All the time. Uh, our good boy, our, our own boy, Minicon, he was uh, trying to jump the uh, the gates. We had the safety gates our around. scrambler safety fucking perimeter. And you're talking, what, what do you think, four, four foot gate, four and a half foot gate? Yep. Uh, he took a leap from it, just completely <laughs> ate shit. And then his leg was leaking so much blood. It looked like he got Hennessey. shot. He was bleeding Hennessy everywhere. Yeah. It looked like he got shot. No lie, man. Like when I came outside again and saw him, he was – because Bianca comes to me. She's like, Minicon, he's leaking. He's hurt bad. I'm expecting to see some blood running off. No lie. There's a good two pints of blood now piling up around him. It looked like a, a Boys in the Hood scene. Like, but yeah, he Ricky! Got shot. Yeah. <laughs> he got shot with a twenty two, like right in the shin. And then here's the best part. We have an EMT. We have Tree there. But they also have been drinking. Yeah, and, and then also everybody else fucking. is like arguing with him. Like, I love the fact that people with zero medical training are arguing with the guy with medical training. And one of the best lines that Bianca said was, that tourniquet's too tight. <laughs> like, what? I was like, shut up, bitch. This fuck? guy's going to die. That's the goddamn point of the tourniquet, man. <laughs> She's like, the ice is too cold. It's too cold ice on him. That is the worst when you're in like a, a serious situation and some drunk ass motherfucker comes up like, hey, I don't let you know, do that. Like, shut the fuck up. That is the downfall of members. Shut weekend, up. Shut, is, shut the fuck up. Well, how about this, guys? So another thing that happened this members weekend, which was huge, is Vice came back to kick it with us. Now, here's the deal. I want to tell you guys this. We Hollywood them all the way We Hollywooded the, the fuck out of Vice because we had a good relationship with Not Vice when they got years here, ago. Before yeah. they got here. We had a good relationship with Vice years ago, and then uh, this producer, Jordan, really fucked us over on this Eddie Hong show because uh, I'll tell you guys, and I think we've talked about it, it was before. A hit, but they called it a hit piece. Yeah, let me explain uh, that for weeks we were going back and forth with this producer about what he wanted us to do on the show and we had decided on some real mild cool stuff to represent us and he wanted over the top over the top over the top and he was like Eddie's gonna love it give me more give me more so we created all these over the top shit that we wouldn't normally even do but because that's what they wanted and it was supposed to be their vibe and they did that to make us look really bad and then shit talk us and then afterwards uh, Mike tried TV TV live mirrors yeah so afterwards man we had a real bad relationship with vice because uh you know that's not what we ever wanted to do we we want to be real with everything we do we want you want you to see who we really are and we do over the top shit but we don't do this clown shit and they, we really fucked our relationship up so i love clowns, our homeboy our homeboy mitchell sunderland's always been our homeboy he was with vice uh and broadly and now he's independent so we were always cool with him but after that we we didn't fuck with vice no more and they had reached out to us on a couple projects and we were like we don't fuck with you guys no more cut to just a few weeks ago they hit us back up, and uh, I checked this dude out, and I thought, okay, I kind of like the shit he's doing, and and, and, and and Mike was real reluctant because, you know, 
the bad piece they did on us before. He wasn't sure about it. And I, and I really wanted this to work. But I took a risk because I actually didn't know if these guys were going to be solid or if they were going to fuck us over. Honestly, at this point, we still don't know. But I got such a great vibe from them, I really doubt that would ever happen. But the, we invited Vice to come over here. We Hollywooded them hard before they got here. Let them know that we were going to do this because we were, were down to work with these guys. But it wasn't about us caring about Vice anymore. They came over here. Uh, they brought uh, their crew. The show that they're working on is called Better Man. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, Taji, Taji Sadim. Taji Salim. Samid. Taji Samin. Oh, man. I can't remember Taji's oh. last name. But uh, he's the host of the show. And he's basically a real mild dude who's going around trying to learn things from other people about how he could be a better man. So we brought them on this weekend. We had a blast with them. But uh, it was cool. I'd say, Mike, one of the coolest things about working with them this time was we weren't in a position where money was tight. Everything was tight. We felt we needed this. We were in a position where we knew we had what we want we know that we own our own shit we know that we run our own thing and if you want to show the world that and help us express ourselves and pass along our message cool but we're not tap dancing for you anymore and that was a great feeling yeah it was that's a, a almost an understatement of, of of the true feeling behind all that because i mean back in the day we were, i was ready to fucking do whatever the fuck it took to get it to the next level and uh, in which I did in other ways, but I, I never had to sell out. You know? Yeah, I didn't have to be like no one's bitch. That's what I hated about that Vice piece. They 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 didn't make us sell out. They they played us in an image. They made us look away. That wasn't they our. They did our the thing. exact opposite of what we were trying to show the world. And uh, they had they had thought like that we had just met you know Big L A at like. We're in a fat black dot com or some yeah. shit. Like he was a cameo fucking a birthday party clown. He just showed up. And uh it was just a, a real testament of these Hollywood motherfuckers. They can't stomach us. Yeah. As soon as they showed up, they saw the dude um butt ass naked up on the roof slinging his dick around and he was instantly like, nah, I ain't into this and he was hating and yeah. shit and just super condescending. His brother was super cool, but he was like, Yo, they're over there fucking FaceTime with French Montana. His brother, He's Evan. Like, no, they're you, know, not. you know what's funny? I watched an episode, I watched a couple episodes of Off the Boat, which was the Eddie Hong show. And in the shows, they talk, there, there's a constant running joke about how his brother, Evan, is the coolest dude in the world. Even though his brother in the show is like seven years old. And his brother, Evan, was the fucking coolest when, when he came to the house. That was the young guy. Yeah. Evan was fucking, he was, he was so, everything was like so happy and so courteous and kind. He, he even tried to bring me up. There was like some mass shooting. Uh, like a month after he came, and he, we were shooting guns, and he tried to like, yeah, when I was in Florida, the sausage cats almost died, like as if we were like being irresponsible with yeah. guns, and um, you know us, just, yeah, well, big LA maybe, <laughs> yeah, Me? fuck no, I don't play that game, but um, <laughs> but this time with Vice was a different vibe. The dude man. was cool. The Al, the producer, very cool, very upfront English uh, English fella, right? From yeah, England? from England. Yeah, super cool dude. And uh, they came, and their show is almost to sh- showcase exactly what we do. And they were taking uh, their host, who was a fucking really cool-ass dude. Yeah. Um, he, Taji. Taji. Um, he uh, he was basically trying to discover himself and better himself. And he's a very uh, socially awkward person. Yeah, which is, which is interesting because, like... Uh, 
a lot of our members, and I'm saying this without being disrespectful to people, a lot of our members have expressed to me how socially awkward some of them feel everywhere but here. And I know that that's, I know that there's things like that too. Like my sister is on the autism spectrum, but she can be very, very social once she's kicking it with people that she's comfortable with. And that's something that our members weekends are huge about. It's a vibe where you're very welcome here. And something that's really cool about our members weekends are that people, when they find out you're new, they want you. Fresh meat. Yeah. They want you to see everything. They want you to kick it. They I won't. must touch. I must. <laughs> I can't. I can't even do Yoda right now because my voice is. Fucked. Yeah, our members though. Uh, the opposite of everything Mike's saying right now. Uh, <laughs> they want you. They want you to experience everything. They want you to be a part of everything. They want. They want you to get to know the vibe, and they're very welcoming. And I think uh, Taji, when he came over here, I think it was a little overwhelming at first to see all these people and the vibe going on. But I think to deal with them, to experience them, and to hear from them really changed his outlook and made him feel super comfortable with everybody. They probably thought, like, we cast it. Everyone who was here was like, oh, my God, they really are just, like, normal people. And, wow, they're so different. Wow, where'd they get all these black people and white people to get along and have fun together? This is crazy. Wow, is this what Florida's really like? I almost feel like that's kind of their first impression at first. And then they just went too deep into it, and they're like, "Well, this is—I guess—is legit," you know. And I'm gonna—I'm gonna tell you guys a little sneak peek that might not make the edit. We did demand that Taji show us his dick. Oh wow, I forgot about that. And without hesitation, in front of a crowd of a hundred or so, right at the front of the house, like an almost famous moment, he pulled his dick out. He—it was a quick second, but I seen it. I seen the little fella. It was there. He, and, he uh, showed his dick. And uh, that was a big moment. The crowd went wild. Oh, yeah. The crowd went wild. They were like, "You are, he is one of us yeah. now. He has showed his cock. Yeah, show us your dick. And then the dick came out, and they were like, that usually doesn't happen. <laughs> you ever see a girl up on stage somewhere, and she's hot, and everyone's like, show your tits, show your tits. And you're like, oh, guys, come on, don't yeah. be fucking assholes. But you're like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing those titties. But then you feel bad for the girl because like, oh, my God, she has this whole fucking crowd going crazy. And that's how I felt for him. But he pulled he pulled his dick out, and I was impressed. I mean, I wasn't impressed with the size, but <laughs> I was impressed that he actually did it. I was, I was like, the there you go. Was You're impressive. In. You're in, bro. You did it. You won the audience over. You won the crowd over. And the crazy thing was they – um. You know, they, they they missed out on the best stuff, though, because they left That's early. What, and I told you this. This is this is what my first demand was. First, I was like, no, fuck that advice. I'm yeah, I, I was pulling teeth on this one, man. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. I wasn't sure it was going to go well because I wasn't sure what light they were going to paint us. But I was definitely throwing the Hail Mary on this one just because. Well, I was they're going like, to have to use some CGI. They're going to have to recreate it by, by hiring extras to do the entire recreation. To make us look like assholes. Yeah. Other than a few little fucking real moments of people having meltdowns and shit. I'm oh, one of the over... be- one of the best parts about uh, production that people like me and Mike are are mic'd up for sale. Oh God, no, let's talk about this. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So tons of times people flip out. People are drunk. 
They're fucking whining. They're complaining. And all I'm trying to explain to people is I'm fucking wearing a microphone. Like, because they don't get it. When you're lobbed up, what, what people don't get is if they really want to do a hit piece on you, they're going to take the sound from you lobbed up getting in an argument with somebody. Like, hey, there was a bunch of times me That's and Mike. That's what they did with Vice. Yeah. There was a bunch of times that me and Mike would catch ourselves because I'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm moving the paintball guns. He'd be like, well, you don't need to move the paintball guns right now. I'd be like, what? And we'd be like, <laughs> laughing, smiling. I started, I started signaling like before yeah. when when people come within like ten feet. I'm like, hey, I, I shake my shirt I'm, when I talk to Mike. I come in the room, and be like, hey, Mike, what's up? Me and you were ruthless this time. Yeah. We were unplugging the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we we're like, fuck this. Thing. We're like, nope, not today, motherfucker. I'm gonna need to say this. I know. I said. I said. Uh, I said. I said one thing. I forget. I was with Robbie, and I said one thing, and he was like, "Are you mic'd up right now?" And I was like, "No, I took the mic off." He was like, "Okay." He was like, because they would roast you for that. Like, no, listen, there are times you get comfortable. Next thing you're farting, you're pissing. No, you're, worst thing. You're complaining. You're like, oh, fuck. Man. One thing that I told oh. them straight up that they got on the mic, because I forgot I was mic'd at this point. But I told them, I was like, you're going to get a good piece of this one. I literally go, hey, man, I go, I, I, I don't think these guys are fucking douchebags. I was like, I was outside with them for a little bit. I had a good time. And I was like, in the. I was like, I don't think they're fucking douchebags at all. I was like, but I was worried they were going to be. And I was telling Al about that. I was like, look, man, you're going to get a piece on the mic if you want to find it where I'm letting you know I don't think you guys are douches, but I thought you would be. And he goes, man, he's like, I was worried the whole time you thought we were douchebags because fucking we well, told when, them. When they hit us up, I was like, as soon as I saw the email coming, I was like, nope, skirt, skirt. No, nope, yeah. I'm good. Fuck that. I don't want to be within. I almost was like, damn, the Dazzy motherfuckers, they, 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 they build me up. Just to tear me down, and now they're coming in for the kill. We were at that CVS. You were buying all the shit for Courtney because she had fallen off the ring and she was feeling yeah. bad. And I was telling you, and you, and and, and I was telling you that I, I wanted to go ahead with this thing. And you were warning me. You were like, "Listen, man, like you, know, I, I, they have to stay the whole time. They have to do everything." Because here's my deal on that. And, and now yeah. I think you probably feel. Yeah. Now you understand a little bit more. Coming to a, a members party here is is really is really an experience. You can't just experience it within like a five hour, six hour, eight hour, two days, three days. You have to have that experience. It's that, like going to a music festival. Yeah, you got to feel it all and experience it all. And what sucks about doing like this Hollywood bullshit, this this TV shows and these movies and stuff, is that they only catch the moments that they're hired and paid to be at. Imagine if you were like. Hiring a uh, like a wedding photographer at your wedding, they're coming to film it, and you only pay for four hours. So, but on the fourth hour, the most beautiful thing happens, and then like your grandfather gives a speech and he starts crying, and then like his ex. If it's Chris's grandfather up. giving a speech, there's a lot of racial slurs being thrown around. <laughs> there's like this this amazing moment happens, right? But then you look over, and the guys that are you paid to film it are just like packing up, and they don't even care. Yeah. And then it's then you kind of it's a it's that weird like used feeling. Yeah, you're like, oh wow, it's kind of like maybe what a girl thinks when you bust a nut over her face, and you immediately start walking out of the room. Oh, bro, I am. It's kind of how I felt sometimes. I am, I am notorious for reminding myself to like just lay here for a minute and pretend because physically no bullshit right after i bust a lot of times i'm like standing up going to a sink to wash my dick off and i'm like there are my pants i think i should just put my pants on and get out of here because we've talked about this before right after you bust a nut you have the most clarity you've ever had like if you want me to solve a problem like literally every in every aids research hospital it should just be dudes and chicks busting nuts 
and then instantly being like, I figured it out. We need to carry the one. You know, because there's no bigger clarity than that moment. One of my Instagram stories got reported from this weekend. Yeah? For nudity. Which one? Motherfuckers. Your account may be deleted. For being too American? I don't know. What the fuck? I had a post removed for bullying or harassment. And it was Courtney falling off my falling off the, the lure hoop. I don't know. Let's get back to the things we're talking about. Well that was that was you know, that was <laughs> somewhat related. But yeah. No. <laughs> is this not is this not our podcast, is our life and stuff? So yeah. I got, I just got a, a notification now, from tell Instagram. Tell me what we were just talking about. Just how these, these motherfuckers sometimes they'll come in here and sometimes they'll use like local uh, day guys that are on a union they get pick pick up fucking jobs to come film or be the audio guy and then there's the producer and then they don't really care it's just like uh, and you don't even know what they're fucking filming you don't even know Mm -hmm. like what they're focusing on or if they're trying to make you look like shit or if they're you don't even know if they're doing their job what they're supposed to be getting for the producer and uh it sucks because like we're not trying it's not like a gimmick here We're, we're like we're we're showing them our real life and and a lot of times that's a big one to too because it. it's not like we're we're going to take cuts or be like yeah we can reshoot that sure whatever whatever you want like you're you're getting the raw what's happening right now so it is it does kind of feel like cheap and cheating to me when they don't stick around at least to catch the most important parts you know yeah it is it, it's like you're here to film a show about a guy that is trying to expand his himself and 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 be and put in unfamiliar situations that may make him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's no other greater place to come to experience something like that than here. Yeah, uh, because it's freedom here. And everything we're doing was everything they were doing except we were really doing it in real life and they were doing it for a TV show. But we were like we we have one of our members when everyone knows who he is as as Daniel. It's on the spectrum. But uh, here, he doesn't have to worry about his differences or, or who he is and how he how he comes off. Like here, he gets to embrace his difference because we know who Daniel is, and we all get to embrace our differences here. And uh, it's not a hippie fucking place. We bust balls on each other. We have oh, we fun. talk mad shit. That's yeah. why, like we, I call it you know as they say, addressing the elephant in the room. Daniel knows that we know that he's on the spectrum. Yeah. It isn't like something we tiptoe around like, well, you know, your special purpose, Daniel. Yeah. One day you're going to learn your your special purpose. No, he knows that he has a situation going on that he cannot control. Yeah. Just like all of us have a minor or more of a major situation. Yeah. I, I know people that can't even fucking hold a job and this guy gets up and goes to work and and functions as a normal human being, but some narrow-minded individual might meet him and be like, "Oh, what a fucking idiot!" Like, well, yeah, and I think I think with uh, with some of our members uh, here, they're more willing to because man, it's a fun environment full of your friends. So after a while, you're willing to bring up things and talk about things that you don't want to. T- I'll tell you the biggest one. I t- like we talk about like here's my thing with Fat Camp. We always joke around. Fat Camp is 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 a group of our members that have a location. Your Jeff's trailer is the main base of it and stuff like that. And uh, everybody there's a big dude. Everybody's a big fat dude, man. And it's not it's not something that's used derogatory around here. 
fat camp is because all those dudes are big and fat. Like I'm big and fat. Like you're big and fat. And it's it's like, hey, why are we gonna tiptoe around it? Why are we gonna say we're big guys? We're husky guys? No, we're fat guys. That's something that we are. It's not the only defining thing we are, but being able to embrace things that are used derogatory and negative towards you uh, and, and make them uh, something that you wear is just like a badge is, is a part of the sausage castle. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's something that the outside world doesn't really quite get. And then, then we get kind of treated like, oh, wow, you circus freaks. Can we come to your house and film your normal life and this is amazing you've got fat people and real life blacks walking around here wow it's crazy and they're like so blown away the fact that they see a bunch of overweight dudes and fucking old people young people black white christian atheists and lots just besides besides races uh different like uh Social backgrounds, hood people, hillbilly people, country oh, yeah. ass people. The, I, I told you a story about that one. This one, this one uh, dark fellow. He goes, "Man, I probably fuck with you, cuz man. I come to your party, man. I got, I ain't got like my car nothing, man. I, I normally I bring my gun and shit. You know what I'm saying? But man, all y'all motherfuckers, y'all, y'all crackers are pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And he was like so excited to say that he didn't have to lock his car or worry about getting robbed. And that, and he was probably gonna get some pussy and, and just have a who, good time. Who, who? What's the two homeboys' name? That uh, bring the guys the RV, from Jersey. The guy from Jersey, Jeff. Do you know the God, two guys from Jersey? I love those two guys. Yeah, I forget, and I forget so many members' two, names. Two sexy brown, two fellas, brothers from New Jersey. Bald head, got a bald head. They 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 by they park by the showers by the uh, the the petting zoo area. No, none of you white people stop to meet them. Jesus, you animals, motherfuckers. Well, anyway, those two guys, man, are great. And early and earlier at the at the party. There was this guy who was definitely drunk, and he was getting loud with his girlfriend, and he took his girlfriend's phone and threw it. And so somebody came up to me, and they were like, hey, man, this guy's threw his girlfriend's phone. So the first thing, man, I, I think I always try to do with anything, all of us try to do is I just want to de-escalate it, get this guy away from his girlfriend, have him sit in a car somewhere, not drive, and pass out. Like, that's the main thing. The goal is not for him to beat the shit out of his girlfriend on the yeah. property. Yeah, let's let's not beat the shit out of anyone's girlfriends on the property. Uh, let's not beat the shit, and let's not try to get you the shit beaten out of you. Like I don't want anybody to have to beat the shit out of this guy. You know, let's yeah. let's try to cop beatings down. That's so, the worst when you know you could just beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Like, hey, fella, I'm doing you a favor, so just shut the fuck up and relax. Well, I tell the guy, I'm telling the guy, I'm like, yo, buddy, you gotta go, you gotta go. I was like, I'm gonna put you somewhere to sit down. You gotta go, but and he's and she's like, I just want to go inside the house and see my friends, and I'm like, yes, I'm like, you go inside the house. I'm like, you're fine. Uh, I'm like, but buddy, you got to go. You got to go. And he's like, oh, man, listen, man. He's like, I'm telling you right now. He's like, wherever she goes, I go. And wherever I go, she goes. And those two dudes come up and they go, hey, man, if wherever you go, she goes, then she going to go to the hospital later because that's where I'm sending you. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want any problems. And the dude goes, pass that shit, homie. <laughs> and fucking walked him to the car, uh, unlocked the car, put him in there and gave her the keys. And then he passed out in the car for a while. That's that's the one thing we always have is that there's always like a, a jealous boyfriend whose girl is getting a little too wild and he's insecure or whatever the case. There's been so many. It happened this weekend also. I think it was a Saturday night. There was a girl that's been coming around here pretty often. She's pretty hot. And um, I've never done anything with her. But, she, you know, her and her girlfriend came into the room. 
and I see some some uh, little dude. Oh, I heard him. I heard you guys are talking about this. And I was like, "Hey, bro, hey, uh, you're my veteran player. You got you got to go." He's like, "Well, I'm here with blah blah blah, and wherever she goes, I go." I was like, "Well, um, not today. She does. Yeah, she can. She's she's free woman here now. You hear? <laughs> she's free to roam throughout the castle. Without, That's free without range, you. Scally. Yeah, she's free range, Scally. That that new fucking that new new. They sell that new, new whole, whole food, Scally." No GMO scally. Fucking. Full of antibiotics. Yeah. She's ready. She's, she can, she's a free agent. She can go do whatever she wants. I don't care. And I wasn't even trying to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't mind hollering at her, but I've, been, I've kept it very professional up until, you know, recently, but I, which I still have kept it very professional. Oh, ooh, a, little no, I have. a little crown in the system catching his words. No, no. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't like, touched her in any, in any sexual manners or she hasn't. Done anything with me or whatever? That's what made Yana, it. Yana, is, is this your full statement? Here, yeah. my client. Now listen, my client, man. Michael, run, Michael, run. They're on to us. That's what made. That's what got me a little spicy because I'm thinking like, hold on, does this guy think I'm trying to fuck his bitch? Because then I was like, hey man, you guys to go. He's like, well, she, I'm her fiance. And I say, what? I ate when I'm drunk and I'm like, you're Beyonce, motherfucker. You ain't Beyonce. So I turn around <laughs> and she comes. She comes up uh, out of my bathroom. She goes. Oh my God! Just stop it. Whatever his name was, I'm like, yo. I was Jeff. Like, hey. What was his name? You know everybody's name. I was like, yo, this is your fiance. And I was like, I was like, and then she just takes her hand. She goes, I'm getting a ring. I was like, oh damn, player, you didn't get your bitch no ring, player. I was like, God damn, bro, you fucking up, cuz. Oh, and then, then he felt even more corny. And my homeboy troop, oh, oh, fucking giant ass, fucking MMA, fucking. Uh, fucking gladiator motherfucker, uh, basically like fucking shoves broccoli into his ear and like, and he wakes up and just starts fucking punching concrete and for the morning stretch out. He masturbates with two bricks beating his dick. <laughs> yeah, this guy is no fucking joke. watching Roadhouse. <laughs> just calm, cool, and collected. He sends me a text like, "Yo, Mike, you want me to get him out of here?" And I'm like, "Oh man, I'm." I- Do you know? You ain't gonna like this, fellow. You're gonna you're gonna wish you fucking. You know those moments where you're like, "Oh, buddy, you don't understand that I'm your best friend right now because I'm trying to keep these other dudes who want to show how loyal they are to this organization yeah. away from you." And that, I've had that backfire on me. Uh, backfire on me. Yeah, me too. Before. Like, I literally had a party one time where a guy was getting the living shit beat out of him. I felt bad for him, and then I was like, "All right, guys, all right." And I pick him up and I. I basically walk him off into the darkness. Ralphie was there. It was on New Year's Eve. And uh, these two jits got their ass kicked because they, they said some slick shit. They got their ass kicked. And um, and they were they were a problem. And I, I wasn't intimidated by them. I was like, whatever. I'm going to yoke these little jits up and take yeah. them back to the car. So in the pitch darkness, I turned around and I got about maybe like 30 or 40 feet away from them. And uh, don't remember like two days. Went to the hospital. That's when hit it hits you with, with the champagne bottle. Hit me with the back you know, of the head with a champagne bottle. Me and Mike found this crazy thing out. That was the same year I got hit with a champagne bottle at New Year's. Yeah. I got, Correlations I got of right life. back. I got right back up, but uh, I don't remember anything really much. I do remember some of my gangster homies chasing them down with some guns and some cars. And yeah, it was, it was, uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that story. Yana, yeah. if we go back to it, he had no sexual relations with this woman. Yeah. And no gangsters killed the champagne hitter. I think the boy should walk. Yeah. Did you, um. Yeah, but this, that guy, he was like real like cocky. Yeah. He's like, I'm her for y'all. They say. always get like that. I was they, like, what? I was like, oh, that's cool. Y'all, you know, she doesn't have to stay here. Like, I get it. Like, y'all can go hang out. You're not going to like sit down on my couch next four feet from my bed. Sorry, bro. I don't know you. That's, like, 
you're killing my fucking vibe. I, that's what I hate when some people don't respect common sense boundaries. There have been people. It happened at the the music video, the reggaeton music video. There's two. I knew I'm so good at just reading people. I looked at these two kids. I call them kids, but they were like 23, 24, whatever. And uh, they walked right into my room and just started like staring at my guns and shit on the wall. And they didn't even like address the, or even try to say hi. They just looked at me and looked away and they were like, they were speaking Spanish. Right, that's how it said. sounds. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, oh my God, these motherfuckers are just hanging out in my room and then they don't even like, I think it's the, the way I've decorated the house. Well, they I'm, don't understand that I'm actually. This is like a because I've had people recently say most people didn't know at the reggaeton video that that was a human that was a human being's home because they asked <laughs> Courtney straight up uh, where she lived. What are these singles doing here? She, yeah, she said she lived here, and they said where here, and she said in this house, and they were like, but where? And she was like, the house. This is my house, and they were like, people live here. Yeah, and the was, old house. It was even worse. They were yeah, like, the old house. People were like these French people, were like. So where do you live? I said, right here. And I sleep in this walking closet. Nah, for real. But where do you live? I was like, you right here, bitch. I live in this walking closet. I sleep right here. No, Michael. But where do you live? In fuck. Yeah. No. Everywhere. I would fuck a chick. And then like later, he's like, but for real, where do you live? I was like, oh, okay. She's serious. She really thinks I don't live here. Yeah, this was fun. But is your house less decorated like a haunted house? Yeah. They... they I think that's why they just went apeshit. They thought they were just like some bar and like, ah, fucking. Look at this bar shit. with pictures of people's grandmas in their room. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look how they decorated this room with dirty laundry and a hamper. <laughs> so I think I think that's a compliment to my decor. It has gotten so far, uh, so far into decorating here now that people are starting to believe that we don't live here, which is a compliment. <laughs> I like that. Like it's so wild that people don't think anyone could actually live here. It was really I, the last house. I kind of I, I could understand their 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 thought process. Here I'm like, eh, this place is pretty nice. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm just like this is my office, the one with the bed and the TV and all my clothes? No, they have literally just the other day. They're like, so where do you? Where, I think it was the vice be like, oh, so where do you? Where do you, where's your room? I was like, you're in it. They're like, what? They're like that's your bed? I was like, yeah, that's my bed. Like, what do you think? This is a guest bed. Yeah. Like, let's do the interview in the guest bed where my girlfriend and me are going to lay. Yeah, you know what I hate when I do some of these TV things and they'd be trying to get me to do shit that I'm like, no, that's not my vibe. Like, you know, it would be really cool. They're trying to get me to hang from the, the bars on, yeah. my, on my bed. Yeah, why? I'm like, eh, so I can look those, like an are, asshole? Those, are for, those are for chicks, bro. You, yeah. Well, you know what was cool, though, is we got um, Taji to participate in the Drunken Olympics. Oh, yeah. Which was really cool. Put, we, we had a fucking... He was in the pizza beer, eating contest, a, yeah. A beer pizza eating contest, followed up by... Like a Edward Forty Hands fucking White Claw fucking Miller Lite challenge on the Scrambler, and we did finally finally see someone vomit. Yeah, Terrell. Terrell. And Terrell said before he gets on, he goes, "Yo, homie, I'm a vomit." And may I add this to Terrell? Spitting on a Scrambler, vomiting. He got no vomit on himself or in the Scrambler. Damn motherfucker! Fucking champ. You extra, ever, you, extra, that damn extra black calf muscle got him. You ever go fucking out with, with a white t-shirt? Flawless victory on the and fucking And you're so proud of machine. yourself for not staining your white t-shirt? That was yeah. that moment, man. Damn. Yeah, Terrell was a goddamn champ on that. I'm telling you, man, those blacks, they do, better, they do everything better than us whites. I know that you and Art have been dying to be black since you were kids. I gave up. I was like, man, I'm definitely never going to be really not black. Art. Art is still like going for it. He's winning that one, man. Yeah. I gave up. I was like, listen, the dick's not getting no bigger. I'm never going to be able to rap. 
I'm never able to jump and run fast. Like I just I gave I I faced the music because as a child I was like maybe I can go to the NBA if I try hard enough. You know you're in your driveway three two one. Uh, you're like oh one more time three two one. Uh. No, I woke up one day and I wasn't black you're or like, seven foot it, tall. And I was like oh, I'm, I'm, I'll just get courtside seats. This is it. Yep, this is it. Yeah. And that Spike Lee shit, man. I'd be bitter too for a while because I would see like. People in the NBA draft, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm older Mike than Mike Miller them. and shit. I, I'd be like 23, 24 when I got out of college. Uh, a couple years after I got out of college, I, I would see people like 18, 19. I was like, motherfucking little shit. But I don't know what it was. I feel like NBA players always looked older to me. Yeah, LeBron like, James was a grown man since he was playing in the McDonald's All American game. Yeah, those these I, I want to. I don't know, man. Maybe these maybe these kids got their birth certificates lost, and maybe they're all actually like forty year old, all men. Dominican fucking forty year old <laughs> men and shit, like Little League. I mean, they had problems with that in baseball. You yeah, know, the Little kids. League World Series, man. Old Juan was fucking like twenty five, fucking dude, pitching with fifteen. That dude was supposed to be twelve years old. He showed up on a motorcycle with a wife and a baby. You yeah. know, <laughs> pitching a no hitter. Yeah, like, he's gonna be big in the league he was in the kids fucking little he was in the same little league as his son you know (laughs) had a full-on beard and a dick the size of a fucking garden hose there's really no way to explain how epic this weekend was because it's like fuck we literally have done we did nothing on monday like i just i was the most useless i'm still tired yeah so am i to be very honest man today i came in the office and i was hoping you were asleep because i just wanted to sleep well, see, I didn't even get wasted. I got no. I got a little buzz, but I was so high on the energy and so hype. And after, I never thought I would cry or get emotional seeing another grown man get his dick sucked. But Daniel, he brought me to tears knowing that a man had lived 25 plus years and never. Is Daniel had, like 25 or so? I think he told me he's like 27 or 26. 27 or something? Yeah. And, and he had uh, never, he, he's never kissed a girl. He got his dick sucked before he kissed a girl. That's so pimp. Yeah, it's really backwards, but hey, that's. No, there's bad. no going forward now. It's like well, I started like smoking. Jeff, with- Jeff said he went 14 years without having sex with, with a person. Jeff, the longest I ever went without having sex was 13 years, and that's because I had sex when I was 13 years old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the longest I've gone. All right. Oh, man. I used to pray to God, God, please. I need you guys want to know something? I'll tell you guys. So here's a little, little fucking information. When I was a kid, I used to watch movies, and people, after they had sex, they would always fall asleep. They'd always be like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. So when I couldn't fall asleep when I was, like, nine years old, I would try to, like, hump the bed, thinking that oh, it was yeah. going to make me pass out. Every fucking couch <laughs> in my house got fucked. Every one I didn't fuck them. I just made the hump movement, thinking that hump movement puts you to sleep, obviously. One of my homies put me on game with the toilet paper, with the toilet paper roll, and you shove it. The Fifi? It, make the Fifi be you just, why didn't you just jack off with your hand? That's Because I was like, so what? You, you wrap it up, the toilet paper roll, the paper, and then you put it in under the toilet seat? So I was basically fucking the toilet. Oh, like, when, when the toilet seat Michael. goes down, I put the little fifi right there, and I fucked it. The problem is when I got back the up, problem is all I of put it. all my weight on the toilet you seat broke and it? smashed my own oh. dick. <laughs> like, I, I, I rolled it out like a fucking piece of dough. Hey, hold up real quick, though. You my did, Saturn what up, what up? head... My Saturn dick was like fucking pulsating, like. You did the thing you do though. You took the epic Daniel story and told one minute of it without explaining anything about it. All right, so we're all fucking vibing, dancing around. It's a fucking Chris caught Saturday that too. <laughs> Look at him laughing. I want to say it was like three in the morning. Yeah. 
uh, just great vibes. I'm looking around. You you just like bounce around like a little fucking yeah. ping pong ball. Like oh, I'm a vibe over here. I'm a vibe over here. I was being a little social butterfly, you know. And then I just noticed that here we were. We we had come to this moment where this one very uh, very slightly attractive female. She's got this this Spanish mommy that that's really cool. Tan, who comes over fat titties. Yeah, she's she's fucking solid, man. Yeah, I mean, like I, I wouldn't be ashamed to get my dick sucked by her. I'm not ashamed that I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Miguel got his dick sucked. Uh, Jeff, you got your dick sucked by her in the scavenger hunt. Oh wow, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So um, now y'all are related to Daniel. Daniel's um, my Eskimo bro now. Yeah. So I just remember being so hyped. I was gonna start throwing and throwing shit and breaking shit because I was like, I'm. I'm like so fucking jazzed on energy on like how good everything went. And uh and there's just a great group of people there. I look in the room, I'm feeding up their energy, everyone's getting hype, everyone and then I'm watching new people who've never been here experience it and I'm i I'm seeing their energy and that's getting me hype. And then next thing you know, old fucking um Sexy Spanish mommy. Lizette, is that her name? Yep. Uh Lizette fucking offered uh give some oral gratification to our homie and let me tell you this this is something that, that i really want to stress that, that really i like the most this isn't the story of us buying some prostitute wasn't like some something. sympathy BJ. sympathy BJ. this is a chick who was vibing with daniel found out daniel had never had a blowjob and thought i'll give him a blowjob because she likes giving blowjobs and she likes daniel right there by the pool in front of everyone and she gave him blowjobs his first blowjob ever like he's never kissed a girl i think and he got a blowy right but above the thing, a giant prosthetic shark just the like everyone's first cabana. time how cliche oh everybody's first blowjob was in a pirate cabana with 60 people watching daniel and got his blowjob on the pirates of caribbean like uh fucking and the funny thing is, right. Daniel Daniel's got like a higher pitched voice. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey Mike, this is this is Daniel." Right after his blowjob, I was like, "Daniel, how's your blowjob?" Shit, baby, that was the best thing I ever had. You know, and fucking, he's, he's talking like the fucking golden crisp bear. <laughs> Can't get enough of my golden crisp. Yeah, y'all know I'm a black uh, bear. You know, <laughs> so Daniel, that's the thing. This is the thing. She gave Daniel a blowjob. I'm talking about bears. Don't get me all riled up. <laughs> Dick hard. Start talking about whales Woo! and shit. But here's the thing. Daniel got a blowjob from somebody who wanted to give him a blowjob because they thought it was cool and he liked them. And she's very attractive. We didn't pay her. We didn't say, beg her. And and she, he didn't beg her. Nobody did any of that. She's very attractive. It's a blowjob that anybody would have got. And that was the cool vibe of all of it. And that's why Mike said he's never like thought he would cry watching a dude getting a blowjob. But uh, it was just a moment where you're like, cool for this guy, cool for everybody here, cool for her. Cool for the vibe. It's just nice to know there's people out there who who are attracted to vibe, yeah. you know. And I mean, it was it was it was a dope experience. I'm sure Daniel had the dopest of all experience, and Lizette second because she loves that shit. But uh, and she listens to the podcast. So may I say this, Lizette, you are one of our favorite new people who come over here because your vibe is dope. You're down. I as posted fuck. today if there was a Mount Rushmore of blowjobs, her. She'd be right next to our, our, our mother, Saint, Jenny Jizz. Jenny Jizz. Jenny Jizz is the mountain. And then the rest of the faces are carved into her. <laughs> but hey, you know what time it is? We got go to go piss outside. Time to go piss outside the in the second half. And remember, guys, to play the commercial because for some reason, people really hit me up like, you guys never play the commercial in the second half. And I was like, Jesus Christ. 
Is that how hard you're hurting for fucking entertainment that even the commercials getting for you? They're pausing it like we were like when we were 12 years yeah. old. Pa- pausing a porno like just I'm jacking off to the that third squiggly titty, tit <laughs> the, the third titty in Total Recall and we pauses are beating off to the commercial I started getting so bad I learned to fucking record the squiggly titty channel <laughs> <laughs> I would just watch the tapes of it. I just can't wait to go outside where it's not so hot in here. Fuck. We'll get outside and piss, and we'll be back with more of the Mike DC oh, show. Shit. God damn, it's spilled everywhere. <laughs> Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Busey's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like oh, outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, See, I got to get, I got to fuck with this guy. I mean, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. 
epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike? It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The members weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just right, it, it's life. Right now to It's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. What do we do during the breaks? We piss outside by the scrambler. We pick up poop from your dogs. Motherfucking Piper. Piper? Shitting everywhere. Let's address the elephant in the room with Piper. She's not going to grow up to be a good dog. 
Well, she got one eye, so. But she's got one eye. She she's, shits everywhere. She barely responds to her name. She got she got a little she got a little bit of the downs. Piper Piper's not going to uh not gonna grow up to to be someone uh successful. Piper's not going to a public school. She's gonna get one of those little special charter schools. Piper's Piper's going to the school where you pick you up in a van. Your whole chair this way. You're off centered now. Uh, so fucking I was pissing outside and I was like, hmm. Wouldn't it be fun if we brought the scrambler to Ginny Springs? <laughs> Boy, we could fact bring the tour bus and then put the scrambler right there and just start running game. Tell them about Ginny Springs because some of them don't understand what, you, what you're right, talking about. Ginny Springs. We're is, going. We're going in Memorial Day weekend, which is May, right? Yeah, end of May. So next month, we have our next event is the Single de Mayo Putt Putt Tournament. Which, well, we have about two weeks to build a putt-putt course. Which, that's why I'm also reaching out to putt-putt places and finding out how much to Blast rent one. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to pull the trigger on a few things I, I need to get. I hate hearing that. And because, the, let me tell you this, guys. Building a putt-putt course, not inexpensive at all. Yeah, there's at a reason all. why they charge you 20 bucks to go play, because that shit didn't cost. That shit ain't free. It's fucking expensive as hell to build a putt-putt we, course. We all know something in, in life that... If you were to call it this, it would be like dirt cheap. But when you when it's used, it's like a, a a cake versus a wedding cake. Yeah, exactly. So if you're trying to look for putt putt turf for a putting green, then the price goes through the fucking roof. You know, you can't just be like, "Hey, I'm, I need all this turf for what? I'm building a suit." You know, yeah. just, uh, wanna... so they know, so they get your ass. Yeah, and uh, I've already bought the balls. I acquired a lot of the golf, the the putters. How did you acquire those putters? That's whatever. And um, I actually bought the little the little pole the 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 hole that goes down the ground that has like the, the water drain. The actual the hole itself with these little cute ass little flags with these little uh, picker uppers. So when the ball goes in, me and fat people like me and you, you don't have Oof. to bend all the way over. That time, the last time we played putt, but we did Just eighteen right holes. Out of the hole. By hole 12, I was like, man, I will have no more bendovers this week. So we're going to learn to pour concrete, and uh, <laughs> we're looking. If anyone's got the hookup on putt-putt turf, please DM me immediately on Instagram, please. Fuck. Or go listen to one of the, f- how many episodes have we done? 37, 38, something like that. So one of the 40 episodes, I give my cell phone number out. And uh, and yes, I'll, I will definitely uh, randomly... Talk back a little bit. I've definitely talked to several fucking people. And I don't delete their threads either so that I know who, who's hitting me up. The best was the first week after you gave out the number because you kind of forgot that you gave out the number. Yeah. And people were just calling you up. And you're like, who? Man, I don't fucking know you. And they were like. I was there at a fight. I'm like, who the fuck's this? Fuck you. Who, why you keep calling me? Yo, bro, I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm like, oh, my bad player, my bad, my bad That's player. like when you gave out Brian Idol's number that time, and we kept getting the same drunk guy who was like alone calling, and he would just be like, hey, it's me again. <laughs> it's like, I'm just bored. And then finally, Brian, the best part was the time when Brian picks up the phone, he's like, yeah, blah, 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 and they start talking for a minute, and he's like, yeah, well, thank you, buddy. And he's like, the guy's pretty nice, you know? <laughs> it's always a, uh, uh, a, a fucking pitch into the universe when you do something like that because there's been a lot of great things happened with me being very uh, interactive with my followers and there's also been a lot of shitty things but um i've been very lucky what's one of the, what what do you think is one of the 
most awkward situations you've ever been in with with one of your followers. Mm. Wow. Like a situation that just a lot. really a lot. like like have, like I'll tell you what's happened to me. There's been tons of situations where I don't realize what the fuck the person was talking about until later. Like I'll be walking somewhere and somebody's like, "Hey man, Fucking that dog's got to touch it downs, huh? And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, now they do that at the parties now. They'll start saying, oh, hey, by the way, you got any bears laying around? I'm like, huh? Like, what? I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. That's right. I want to fuck a bear. I forgot I told you about that. Yeah. So all these inside jokes definitely come back to backfire. And sometimes we'll forget that they're listening. We forget that we're actually, I know I do. I don't know about you, Miguel, but I'll tell stories. And I'm like, yeah, no one's ever really going to listen to this until, like, later on it just cock blocks the shit out of me. I'm like, she's like, oh, I listened to the show. And I'm like, ooh, wait yeah. a minute. What did I say? You start, you start panicking. You're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That's how it gets sometimes. I've, I've been in the middle of telling a story and then been like, wait a second. So-and-so listens to the podcast and they're not going to like this. And oh, like, there's oh. been a lot of situations where I was getting ready to say something. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that's why I change subjects sometimes so so bad. <laughs> I can't even stay focused because I'm, like, trying to protect the fucking lives of innocent but people. But not Scott Van Tassel? No. Josh Van Tassel. Yes. Josh Van Tassel. You got it. Josh Van Tassel. His shit went on Front Street. Yeah. You know, someone found him. Hey, I just want you to know that Mike Busey's talking about you on his podcast. What did he say? You know, there's <laughs> been several times like, yo, blah, blah, blah. Because you know how many times I've gotten a message, someone's like, yo, bro, they're talking about you on their show. And a lot of times I have no idea what it is. And it'd be like some huge podcast that like millions of people listen to. And I have no idea what the fuck it is. This is podcast called 60 Minutes. Yeah. And then, and then there's, thank, thank God for the people who are nice enough to market to like, yo, so go to one hour, ten minutes. That's when it starts. I'm like, my man. And then they'll just say, like, hey, the sausage castle is playing. Why did they, they always fucking call it the sausage factory, too? Yeah. People are just like, yeah, you work at the sausage factory. I'm like, I'm not a fucking butcher, asshole. I'm a goddamn genius. Now we're getting the sausage yeah. castle. Yeah. It's, it is almost, it is cringy to watch or listen to someone else try to explain this place, yeah. who's like kind of a hater. It was hard when I watched the Barstool Sports one, and they weren't being haters, but it was still hard because, like, you, I gave her the tour. I was there with everything we say, and then I start – I'll tell you a perfect example one. So my buddy Ross Pageant came over here. Uh, he, he's a comedian. He's on the show called The Jim Colbert Show uh, here in Orlando, really big radio show. And uh, he's a good buddy of mine, and we, he came over here for comedy night, and I gave him a tour. He met everybody, and, like, what happens is they hear, like, one story. They'll hear, like, oh, you know, they bring veterans over here for blowjobs, and this, 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 and then they kind of confuse everything. So he's on the Jim Culver show talking about the Sausage Castle, and he's being so positive. He's so cool. His, I, Ross was such a great guest and such a great person to talk about the place, but... When he's talking about, like, the staff, he's like, and Jim, he's like, you know what their staff is made up of? He's like, down and out soldiers who are just out of luck. And he's talking about Chris because he's like, their sound guy is this just down and out, going to put a gun in his fucking mouth tomorrow, soldier. <laughs> there, <laughs> it's like, no. That is media, man. There's been so many times. 
I don't think he did it on purpose. He didn't do it on purpose at all. He just got stories all con- like misconstrued. He probably heard me talking about the veterans who come here and everything. This is, but it's just like it's so funny because he's dead ass explaining Chris because he's like, you know, the guy hooking the sound up to me. Come to find out, he's just a washed up suicide, ready to fucking blow his head off. And he's Afghan like, meanwhile, vet. worked at IKEA and the nicest, <laughs> yeah. most gentle. Uh, amazing guy. Ross's story is he lives in a house made of old phone books underneath the river. Yeah. And for dinner, he eats a pigeon every week. <laughs> That's why uh, one of our friends at Advice, uh, Mitchell Sutherland, who was the one who wrote like the original Vice piece on us back in 2014, he's so, as much as he's been here and talked to us and interviewed us and been on like adventures with us. He still like refers to this as a as a juggalo commune. A juggalo commune, and it's like, bro, we were we, like, we had to what? shake the juggalo thing so fucking hard. I, fuck, I love the juggalos. I fuck with them, but I've always been very upfront. I'm like, I'm not like. It'd be like saying a bunch of skateboard punks. No, we we know a lot of skateboard kids and shit like that, but that's not us. Yeah, it's 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 uh. It's a weird thing. I don't know. I did host a gathering six times, six years in a row. So maybe I'm a fucking juggalo. Maybe I'm hiding it. Maybe I'm denying my fucking true roots. I just found that. Are you there's a, there is awfully a lot of similarities with me and juggalos. A lot. I saw the picture of you when you were a little kid when you had the clown paint on you. Yeah. You were down with the clown. Whoop, whoop, motherfucker. I've been down with the clown. And I always admired ICP's uh, music as like a, as from the performance stance of it. Like, you know, obviously they had their hits, and I'm like, you know, I fuck with that shit, you know? But, um... Being at the gathering... I never pretended to be, like, a like a hardcore juggalo. Yeah, being at the gathering was, like, a culture shock for me. Because, uh, they were really cool. Everybody was really cool, but there's a whole language I didn't understand. Everyone's not really cool, Miguel. There's a lot of them that are fucking assholes, but most of them are cool. I'd say, I'd say 90% of them are cool as fuck, and there's 10% of them that, like... They legitimately probably hate me and yeah. like, fuck him. I heard he's got fucking electricity in his house. Piece of I t- shit. I remember this, and I think I've talked about it before, but Mike's face, when I was driving him out of there to go to the hotel so we could get internet, he was like in the back of the Sprinter van. He's like, they cannot see us leave, Miguel. He was like, if they think we're going to go stay at some hotel oh, and yeah. not stay here. You ever want to see like Juggalos humble themselves is when you show up to a hotel right outside the gathering. And it's like a it's like a a hippie homeless person. They call people who live in houses housies. Like, oh, you fucking housie! Look at this housie with running water and tetanus shots. Yeah, so fucking thinks he's. Better if you're than- at the gathering and they think that you're like basically going to go live at high on the hog at a fucking hotel with AC and running water, they they want to like they want to throw fecal at you and 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 yell obscenities at you. It's, it's a it's not a good look. But when you're amongst the people, like we always are every fucking year, you know, that the the last day I was hosting the main stage, I went to a hotel uh, to wash my balls because sometimes those lines at the Juggalo shower ain't no fucking joke. If I haven't told you guys this story before, there was a time where me, Mike, one of the other guys were in the back of the bus talking and the AC kicks on and you could just smell the ball cheese and Mike goes... Jesus, whose balls stink? And then me, Mike, and the guy at the same time go, oh, it's mine. <laughs> Every, it was ball cheese city. It was like you could literally scrape off with a spatula like an, an inch layer of ball cheese between your thigh gap. Yeah. So like, ugh. Yeah. 
I remember the dust seeing and the dirt and the fucking just. There's a girl that we know. She had like uh, thin braids. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, hot, hot as fuck. Was at the gathering, basically in the same panties for like three days, walking around. Mm. She's like, "Sup, Miguel?" She's like, "You trying to hang out?" And I knew that I couldn't smell her because There's I could only smell from her me. Crotch and shit. And but like, I knew that like I was pig like pen for peanuts. This chick had to have been because so, she has like glitter on her and sweat from three days. She's like, "You want to hang out?" And I'm like, "I can't let her get in the sprinter van because if I do, it's just gonna funk the whole thing up." Put it this way, I begin some. I begin pretty horny sometimes. At but, the gathering, I won't. But. Uh, there's only been a handful of girls amongst the thousands upon thousands of people there that I would be like definitely down to fuck. Yeah. The like, gathering is like being at like a Mad Max camp. Like I'm going to do a lot of jacking off. I'm cool. Like, you know, and then oh, you got to close your eyes and you jack off there. Cause if you see anything, it's instantly going to take your boner down. Like there's nothing like at the gathering. Like I remember seeing these dudes walking, carrying all their shit and I knew they weren't carrying all their shit to the gathering. They've just been walking, carrying all their shit forever now. For, for those who don't know, have any idea what the fuck we're talking about, the gathering is the, as short for Gathering of the Juggalos. It is the annual music festival that I've hosted for six years in a row. And it is one of the most wildest, coolest, craziest experiences that anyone... It's like, it's like if a bunch of fucking degenerates were running like Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza and there was a, a way smaller budget and people just did not give a fuck. That's kind of what like the gathering is. It is, it is the most epic craziest adventure. And, and the thing is too, it's like you gave a trailer park a budget to throw a music festival. Yeah. You know, you're basically like, listen, trailer, we're going to throw a music festival. And people were like, well, first we're going to need face paint. Of course we are. How can you have a music festival without grown-ups and face paint? Whoop, and I whoop. love it because, like like I said, there's so many similarities to my world and the Juggalo world that it's almost like, it's kind of uncanny. It's like, whoa, like, am I, I must be a fucking Juggalo. I've had people tell me, drunk as fuck, definitely on some drugs in the middle of the woods, like, no, Mike, you are a Juggalo. You're, You're like, like no, I'm that? not. They're like, yes, look at me, Mike. I'm not. Look at me. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> No, it is, it is, uh, they respect you when you pretend, when you don't pretend to be. I walked around those woods at night though. That was, I'm looking at Steven's eyes right now, man. That was, uh. Steven's like, oh, you mean the trail of glow Steven's looking at me like, you stupid fool, what were you doing there? It got a little looser in those woods. You don't belong in those woods, my guy. Yeah, I think I I think I saw a Wendigo. Like, there was a lot of weird shit going on in there. Bro, every, every night I'd be the last motherfucker, I'd. I'd be up longer than those juggalos. I'd be up. Oh, I'd be up to the fucking, to the fucking rooster crows every day, and I'd be watching and looking and being like, "Whoa!" And I'm just like, "Oh, it looks like my house at like five in the morning." So there's nothing. There's nothing at the gathering that like ever threw me for like a, like a twist. I was like, been there, done that, seen that. I was friends with juggalos in high school. I was very familiar with the community. I knew nothing of the Juggalo community until, like, you know, you started hosting it. Like, I, you know, knew I knew a little bit of the music, but I didn't understand like the whole community vibe of it, the whole culture. I didn't know anything about it, man. Yeah, I, I definitely will always, one hundred percent, thank um, ICP 
and psychopathic records and uh just the entire to me juggalo is the pinnacle of white rapper though like when you're such a white rapper you you involve like clown in it you know like when you're i love clowns i love horrorcore shit and i love the theatrics of it and i love like the attitude and i've been you know i come from trailer trash white piece of shit never had nothing so I'm totally have the street cred of the of the fucking poverty and the and the non opportunity of, of a juggalo, and um, so a lot of it, yeah. I just I just don't want to fuck a girl who hasn't washed her pussy in a week. You know? That's all I'm saying. When I saw them light the porta potties on fire, I said, I get it. We're a little different, you know. <laughs> like- I enjoyed all that, you know. I enjoyed the the juvenile the juvenileness of the things. Yeah, but I always thought like. It's just like in any. I never seen a waffle stomp festival as big as there though. Like I thought, when Mike Busey waffle stomps, that's when he takes a shit in the shower and he uses his foot to stomp it down the drain. I thought, you know, that I, where am I ever going to see that again? And then I went to the gathering of the Juggalos, and I was like, did he learn it here? Because they were masters there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, just when I thought I would never host it again, they kept having me back, and. I mean, I would literally spend all the money they paid me on fucking getting there and surviving there. And uh, every night, uh, the, the last day of every show or every every uh, weekend, I'd spend $1,000 at Crystal's or Little Caesars or Taco Bell. And I would just throw $1,000 in tacos into the audience. I went to the, the White Castle this year or last last time for us to negotiate the the deal for getting the White Castle to throw at them. And the woman who was the manager, she wanted to put a cap on it. She was like, I can give you like this many, but we I can't, can't give you all these goddamn juggalo burgers. 800s where I cut it off. She was like, we don't, we can't. And, and so on the side of the wall, you know, they say franchise owned by blah, 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 blah. I was like, is that your franchise owner's phone number? And they were like, yeah, I go, I'm going to call them right now and tell them that you don't want to take $1,000 from me for a bunch of burgers. I was like, let's see how that shit works out. She was like, and then she was like, I can, I was like, no, I was like, and I want them at, and we negotiate. I tried to get them at 70 cents a burger. I got them at like 80, 83, 84 cents a burger. My man. But then at the very end, uh, I was there and uh, she was giving me all the burgers. I was like, plus I want a chicken rings meal with two Diet Cokes. She was like, well, I have to ring you up for that. I was like, I just spent $1,000 on on White Castle. Bastards. I'm get my goddamn chicken fingers. Motherfuckers. They tried to charge me for the ketchups, too, because she was like, we can only give you so many ketchups. And I was like, Watch. if you can give two ketchups per goddamn burger to anyone who comes in here, and I came in here and bought a 1,000 burgers from you, you can give me 2,000 ketchups. Watch this, Miguel. You ready to be proud of me? Yeah. So Jenny Springs, Memorial Day weekend. My man brought it back. It's uh, kind of like the gathering, but not really. It's more of like a redneck meets like middle age like deliverance with a fucking party it's like a spring break in the woods at a spring but ding 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 thankfully that this this uh this spring this this park is literally like minutes away from uf the university of florida the home of the gators go gators go gators and uh everyone works there as young hot even the dudes you know they're like fucking like it's like Hey Dude Ranch and shit. Hey, dude. It's like the the uh, fucking Saved by the Bell season where they go to run that fucking the beach uh, house. The beach house. That the beach, beach club. Beach club. And it's no like it's no like any other campground park you've ever been to. 
soon as you get there, you just feel like, whoa, this is a fucking vibe. And there is overpriced everything in this giant general store. They're taxing you for everything. Meanwhile, everyone's trying to think of a way they cheat the system. Like, so, and then they started coming up with ways where they had them. You had to stay three days mandatory, and they would charge you. I think it was ninety bucks for the three days. And uh, from that point forward, is just a complete shit show. Ambulances, cops, and people just doing whatever the fuck they wanted. It was like a a music festival with no security, except. People are floating kegs down the river, making homemade rafts. They're all tying up. They're floating from the top of the river down to the bottom. There's debauchery. There's springs to stop along the way. There's parties. There are people showing up there that I swore the first two years I went that they got paid to be there. Come to find out with just some rich redneck dudes showing up with semi-trailers and a full concert, flatbed, lighting, sound, lasers, and shit generators. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all did this shit? Like, for nothing? Like, they didn't book y'all? And then I found myself the next year doing all that shit for <laughs> nothing. I was bringing shipper poles. I was fucking bringing lasers, generators. I brought foam machines. We need, to, we need to bring a general store this year, though. We should bring the Scrambler. We should bring, no. Yes. We should just, the tour bus, God the mechanical bull, hornblasters.com, use the promo code Busey's Generator. No. All, of, all 12 of our golf carts. We need to start our own sausage castle. We've done it before. We, I mean, I've done it, done it, done it. Like, we had a thing where we couldn't spell C-U-M-E, so it just spelled C-U-M, said come party with an arrow on the back of a Rockstar Energy Drink banner with some tape. And everyone was like, yo, you're the dude from the come party. And we were fucking, we had fucking uh, stripper poles, lasers, all these LED lights and shit. And uh, we had a bonfire in the middle. We had our, like our tents circled around. And I remember, like, I'm talking, this shit is crazy. Jenna Springs, granted, it has, it has, they have got a slight uh, grip on it a little bit more than now than ever. But four or five years ago, that shit was wild. Like, I wouldn't even want to get drunk because I had to be like, all right, I ain't dying. I ain't going out like this. <laughs> I ain't going out like this at all. We have fog machine going. We're pretty sure a laser just beamed right into someone's cornea and fucking drove him through like a – I heard – I thought it was like someone lighting off mortars. But it was some drunk motherfucker in a Ford Explorer running over like baby <laughs> pine trees, going through the woods, came within five feet of running over our trailer and had – I mean, had he went five more feet the other way, he would literally ran over and killed somebody. But I saved I saved the motherfucker's life. I seen this this chick that was on top of this. She was like basically surfing on this Ford Explorer, completely fall down and just basically die on the fucking ground. And Come then to I Jimmy hear, Springs and die, motherfucker. Oh yeah, no, it was crazy because I remember I had these uh, members. Or they weren't members at the time. They were just like some some followers of ours from England. A guy named Sean. And they would always talk shit. Oh, let me show you how you fucking American blokes, how we really party. And they're like, hey, so tell me about this Jimmy Springs thing. I was like, bro, it's fucking crazy. It's wild. They're like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. I was like, man, people fucking die at this shit. He's like, what? He gets there. They come a little late. It took them like three hours. I seen them like miles down the highway from our spot. It was back the fuck up to get in. You gotta, some people get there weeks before. 
like uh, Jeff and some of our other members. Um, do you, Poop Boy, do you have a spot already? Like a lot of people have already reserved spots a long time ago. Because that's what I'd be, I'd be, they actually owe me money. This guy who, it's privately owned. So you can basically do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that one time we had that crazy cum party. We had a foam machine and it was a fucking bonfire in the middle. You couldn't see the bonfire. So people were walking around barefooted like Indian dancing on fucking coals. And this one dude who lived with this rhino, I guess he was doing like a bunch of coke or something. He met some dudes in the woods. He started having a fucking seizure, and in every camp spot, you see people have these uh, inner tubes. They they rent or they buy, and it's just like 10 foot high of inner tubes, right? Like when you go to a water park. Well, this one time, these hot-ass fucking fucking girls from uh, Gainesville were like, hey, we want to come to the comp party. I was like, oh, yeah, come on, baby. And I'm like introducing these girls to my friends, and then all of a sudden, Rhino, this guy from South Africa, starts falling over and having a fucking starts like like just literally knocking over this wall of inner tubes, just falling on him. And she goes like, "Oh my god, he's dying!" I'm like kicking him, like wake the fuck up. And I don't realize he's having like a cocaine seizure or something. I don't know what because you know I've seen it before, you know, but I don't do that shit. So I was like, "Oh no, he's just oh yeah, he's uh, di- I was already making shit up. I don't even know. I don't even know what I told these bitches. But I was like, "Oh no, everything's good. No, he's good." And I'm fucking buried him with the fucking inner tubes. And I'm mad. I'm legitimately mad at him because I I know he did it um, like a couple days before that because we had there for like a whole week. <laughs> And I'm like, God damn cocaine siege. I'm like, no, come on in. Come on in, girl. She's like, oh, my God. He's in there. And then, like, literally an hour later, some guy, like, runs a chick over and then flings her into the bushes. We're trying to pick this dude up. The 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 fucking park owner, he's, you'll know he's the owner because he's the only guy that has a dog. There's no yeah. dogs are there. He's riding his golf cart. And um, I remember, like, oh, fuck. I'm, like, checking this bitch's pulse and stuff, seeing she's dead. And, uh. I hear like, and this car is like still on. This guy comes out drunk as fuck. The headlights are going. There's like juggalo dust like all in the air. It's like I can feel it on my teeth and shit. And I look and I see this guy like, fuck, man. And he's got this like, uh, I forget the name of the county, but he had the county, like a county sheriff's. license plate on the front of his car was all mangled and it was right next to our trailer i was like this drunk and he got out and like bottles of alcohol are falling out i'm like oh this guy's going to he's going to prison he don't he killed i thought this lady died and then i hear some lady in the bushes and i'm like she's like she's like bleeding and shit out of her fucking mouth oh my god i was like damn i feel like a fucking first responder over here i'm like pulling dead bitches out of the fucking woods and shit and on the ground and meanwhile 10 feet over, there's people just so wasted, they don't even realize what's going on. And there's, like, the foam machines going, the lasers and shit. And then I, my my friend Rhino is probably having another cocaine seizure somewhere. I don't even know. And uh, here I'm fucking, like, someone called a fucking medic. Da, da, da. And they had the medevac. I had a helicopter come and come get this fucking Damn. these people. She got run over. I have no idea if they lived, man, to be honest with you. And uh, I was just like, holy fuck. Fuck, this is the wild, wild west. One year, my English friend showed up, and I was like, it's going to get crazy. And they came right before it got sun, sun, like the sun went down. 
And I say all this, but I'm totally still so going to this shit because we have had some good experiences. Um, some guy, like, I guess, what, accidentally shot said, himself. Said, is that when your English friends came? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, some dude just fucking died. They're like, what? And all of a sudden, they weren't talking shit about me being a, a fucking silly American. They're like, oh, fuck, might. And it's just crazy as fuck. That's just, wild. And then I think that's why they started enforcing that you got to stay three days. And and they they started kind of chasing some of the riffraff away, and this guy like basically I feel I feel like I'm him that weekend. You're gonna have a shitload of people, but it's gonna be a lot of stress, and the county's gonna hate you. But yeah. they're gonna take your money anyways. You and that guy should just kick it kick it a little more, man. I've talked to him because I'm like, yo, I want to do a fucking festival here. Apparently, it's cool to just fucking everyone can die and it's no big deal. And da da And the one year I went there, someone died a tree, fucking fell down on a tent and killed a dude in his sleep. Like and I, that's not a very good advertisement for all this, but let me tell you about the fucking parties and like they're deep in the woods and you would there's like these promoters these and these like little clubs and stuff and they're like passing on flyers on golf carts like yo come to our party tonight and, and everyone's down these um, down along the river there's like four or five spring holes so as you float everyone goes up top and floats down and it looks like a bunch of lemmings like falling over a cliff and they're all trying to jump into this to the river and they're all tied up and people are throwing jello shots and just dumb motherfuckers on rope swings and i'm just like trying to vibe and get away from all the post-traumatic syndrome on the sausage castle meanwhile i go to a sausage castle in the woods and uh man it's it's fucking beautiful but there's a lot of hot chicks you've never seen so many hot chicks there and if you you could go on youtube type in jenny springs g i n n i.e. Jenny Springs type of Memorial Day or 4th of July. The shit is crazy and we'll be there next month in the we should tour bring bus. all the boner pills too. Oh yeah. Like and I remember that's when we saw Luna fuck some random dude in the dirt right outside the bus and then like Bianca was like peeing everywhere and fucking falling asleep in rafts outside and there was like people almost running them over and shit and like just a lot of crazy shit. It was when I had my foot fucked up oh yeah that's right i didn't get to go this last year but the year before i went and uh yeah it's pretty good going with the tour bus because you know like oh man i'm good i don't have to worry about nothing else but i was like what if we did bring the mechanical bull a bounce house the scrambler the scrambler no you don't think so no it's so much work to bring the scrambler we won't do all the work we'll have we'll we'll have one of our carny guys we don't have them anymore miguel you're we'll out of them. carnies, man. We'll find them. And then we have to bring it. We'll have to power it. We've got a generator. Yeah, but we're going to have to power that. We're going to have Blasters.com, Matt. We could set up our own sausage castle. We've done some stuff, but now we would be like, all right, we're going to bring a scrambler. If we bring the scrambler, we've got to bring some kind of gate for it around it. Oh, this place, yeah, we totally would do that, but they would be like, ah, oh, fuck it. They're so like. No, but it's not that. It's people walking into it. I don't give a fuck oh, about yeah, their true. rule. Yeah, I'm not worried about their fucking. I remember rules. Electron John got in a fight with it. We, we had a <laughs> we had a phone party at River Poles, and like we were a while now. We need to we need to have a bodega though. That's what we need to bring. We need see, to bring a mobile that's what bodega. I understand. They don't be like selling shit late late night. Like we just we need, need a mobile bodega. That's what we need. No man, I'm telling you. You know how much money we can make off vape pods? Just vape pods, batteries, fucking uh, condoms and boner pills. Oh, that people aren't using condoms out there. That's for damn sure. That's, well, Chris is going. So. Yeah. 
No one's using condoms out there. It's crazy. We got two weeks to build a putt-putt course. So our next event is our Cinco de Mayo uh, event. So it may not be here or be at a local putt-putt place, which I'm hoping for instead. Save a lot of thousands of dollars. I tried to talk to one. They wanted like thousands of dollars to rent one out. I'm like, "Hmm." we won't rent one out. We'll just bring a bunch of people. Yeah, we're just going to show up at a designated time and then like fuck it all up. Yeah, because if we just bring a bunch of people there, I mean, if, who's playing putt putt nowadays, really? Well, we're playing for money. Like everyone shows up, they're gonna throw in money. We're gonna we're gonna collar a hole, man. Some type of purse, you know, like I don't know, like hundred bucks. You join, and then winner takes all. We can and we can include. You think you think our you think our fucking drinking Olympic games was rough? Now wait till the purse is like five thousand dollars. Wait till gonna... wait till Rowdy and somebody are going at it over fucking oh, yeah. a hole. Rob, Rob, Rowdy, Rob, and Poop Boy. Fucking Poop Boy is fucking gonna. Bust out a blood vessel on his forehead. I watched. <laughs> Poop Boy is one of the most mild-mannered, relaxed, gentlest people creatures until ever. it becomes a scavenger hunt or drinking game. I do this shit for a rare. And then I just wa- and I'm thinking about this. I'm like, you guys are fighting over who gets to shit on each other's chest later. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they do it for the pride. They don't do it for the. It the is. Sport. It's about honor and pride, and 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 it's also about getting your chest shit on. Don't even touch that paper. There is no way. That's going to happen at we, this point. We have to. We have to. <laughs> you, you will Every time we do a podcast. You will literally spend the last 20 minutes of the podcast just reading names. Because well, we, I have we, three we, pages. Brandon Brucem of Look. Chestnut <laughs> from Ware, Massachusetts. <laughs> Hanum Karahim from Adadel, TAS. It's, it's what the like, hell is that? It's like, why are you even What's TAS? Uh, Tasmania. Really? Yeah. John Lee from Statesboro, Georgia. It's like, why Philippe even read them if you're just going to butcher their Sineros, names in the cities? Houston, Texas. Zachary Kennedy from What are you doing? Hatfield, Hold up. Stop. Let the people PA. know what you're doing. I'm reading all those. Because there's people who are listening to this for the first time who have no fucking clue why you just started well, very t- fastly I'm glad, reading I'm glad names. You asked. <laughs> thank you, Anthony Marlowe from Mount Dora, Florida. Uh, we want to thank you because you became a member of MikeBisa.com. Um, should we just... We need, the, we need the micro machine. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Zachary Kennedy of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. I'd like to thank Joshua Harper of Orlando, Florida. Anthony Alejandro of Greenlee, Colorado. Daniel Roberts, Robbins, I'm sorry, Daniel Robbins of Linfield, Pennsylvania. Keaton V of Folsom, California. Billy Proctor of Gamby, Indiana. Zachary Kinney of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. How many times has this guy joined? E. Monroe of Houston, Texas. Mikey Ramirez, Sanford, Florida. Chris Cons, Mesna, Wisconsin. Jared Schmock of Jacksonville, Indiana. You want to you read some? Yeah, but we, let's talk about stuff in between because I don't want to have four minutes of names. And then yeah, people... well, we, we will. I, I, I've staked them off here. I'm yeah, so let's halfway go. done with one page. All right. Not bad. What up? Go ahead. What? Go ahead. You want to read names? No. I said, oh, go I was ahead. about to say. <laughs> I paused. I'm pausing. <laughs> pausing for the name reading. Joshua Branson, Marietta, Georgia. <laughs> Luke Branson, Morrison, <laughs> Illinois. What, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to start scrolling your names across uh, the TV. Right, Stephen? Right? So Andrew Wheeler, next time from Denver, Colorado, may see his name on the screen. So if you, if you become a member of MikeBeezer.com, not only do you get to hear it, you get to watch this, listen to two, watch two fat dudes talk for two hours, and we're going to say your name. Anyone who signs up, because we really uh, want to let you all know we, we appreciate it, your support, 
And for those who uh, support us, we thank you. And when, when I, this is your way of having a lifetime cameo almost on, on fucking every social media platform on that streams. Your name will forever be embedded. I want to say this, uh, this members party, we had Brian Idol bring us some like uh, hardcore wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Dirtbag Dan. Dirtbag Dan. Uh, Shit stains on his ass. Yeah. That dude was bleeding, dripping blood after the match. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was getting beat with chairs and light bulbs and everything. I may or may not gotten had a few drinks and thrown some shit into the ring myself. <laughs> and the best part was afterwards when Brian's like, hey, uh, you know, these guys, you know, they volunteered to come here, but... You know, would it be cool if we threw him a little something? I go, we're not paying them? And he was like, only if you want to. I was like, holy, f- of course we're going to fucking pay. <laughs> but but my jaw just dropped. He's like, hey, he goes, and it's cool if you don't want to. You know, but uh, you think you could throw these guys a couple bucks, you know, some gas money? I'm like, this motherfucker took light bulbs across the fucking face, yeah. and we never agreed to pay them? The hardcore like, yeah. wrestlers are no joke. It blew my fucking mind, because I'm thinking, like, holy shit. Can you imagine dudes like, uh, hey, you want to come to Sausage Castle and do a hardcore match? Yeah, what is it in the title? Are you going to take a crutch to the dick? And then uh, like seven big light bulbs to the face. Any pay? I haven't negotiated that yet. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll definitely. I think the guy drove from Georgia. Yeah, too. he drove from Georgia <laughs> to get the shit beat out of him without any talk of pay. He, he climbed up the side of the warehouse and like literally jumped from like twelve feet in the air. And the whole time thinking, I hope I impress him enough for some gas money back home. And the thing was, that dude was comfortable. If we would have been like, sorry, man, we are not going to pay you. Understand? I just drove seven hours to get the shit beat out of me. It was funny. Right before I went on stage, uh, the the guy, Dirtbag Dan, he caught me. He kept asking me, like, hey, man. And I was kind of like, hey, man, I'm going to go on stage. And and as you were calling me up, he goes, hey, man, are you Mike Busey? I said, no. (laughs) I'm Mike fucking Busey. (laughs) Hollywood. And he was like, and I saw, and he watched me walk up to the stairs and into the, the darkness of the stage. And he was like, I love it here. Can feel it. He loved it. I gave him that like moment, and then he like literally sacrificed his entire body for everyone who was watching. And what's crazy too, when we have um, these immersive weekends, a lot of times we invite our neighbors, and sometimes our neighbors bring their friends that have no idea what the fuck. She is about brought to her mom this time. Yeah, and our neighbors bring their mom, and it's just like you got gay Brian running around pouring shots down people's throats. You got. All this crazy, wild shit going on. Fucking, then there's a blood fest fucking shit show going on. And they're just like, he lives here? This is his house? Okay, once again, she had zero accent. She's from Puerto Rico. They have, she had they have, zero fucking accent. How do you know? Did you talk I to her? I talked to her. I gave her the well, tour. You're Puerto Rican. You, I didn't like, hear the accent. <laughs> y'all like have like uh, special ways of communicating uh, each other. Hey, you know Dirtbag Dan became a member? That's I would even just said, man. Did he really? Because this guy, not he, he, he was basically. I don't know what Brian Idol told these guys, but he got him here. So thank you, Brian. And then they showed up and then basically put the life on the line. And then later on, I don't know how they got all the blood off him, but they were in the house partying and dancing. <laughs> I saw Dirtbag Dan. Which, which brings me to my next point. We should probably empty that bathtub with all the play balls and, and just bleach it all because. That guy was getting down in there, like <laughs> he was like doing the worm and shit, like b- bumping and grinding on girls and stuff, having a good old time. <laughs> He's got like a concussion. He's like, "Hey, man, this is the best part ever." 
been to. Hey. Imagine some of those, like these guys have been to like churches and schools and like shitty auditoriums and, and put their life in the line. But then imagine coming to some gnarly house party right after that. And it's weird. I, w- I, w- I almost wish I could like document people who have no idea where they're coming and they get thrown into the fire and they come here. Imagine like you think That's how I love Uber drivers. Yeah. When they're just pulling up to the house and they're like, I, that one girl, uh, we had a girl from Tampa come here one time. I'm sure Jeff knows her name. But uh, she came here to dance. She goes, my Uber driver told me, text me when you get in <laughs> because he was thinking it was safe here. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, are you okay? We were worried about you. Hey, you know who else I'm worried about? Cody Darlington from Orlando, Florida. You just became a member. James Johnson from Vernon, Connecticut. Skylar Malaganez from Las Vegas. Pete. P-K-I-T, that's not a real last name. And you left a P.O. box, so you're not real. From Auburn, Washington. Christopher Glenn from Palatka, Florida. Jose Rentaria from San Antonio, Texas. Mike Jones from Jupiter, Florida. Jason Taylor from New Albany, Ohio. Will Temple from Pleasant Valley, Missouri. Kyle Akers from Somerton, South Carolina. Nicholas Coleman from Quincy, Illinois. Jose Melendez from Tampa, Florida. Dakota Marchbanks from Olithi, Colorado. Daryl Williams from Apopka, Florida. Uh, Harris Amarello from Plaquemine, Louisiana. Uh, Pagnagiotis. Oh, Navas. look who's butchering them now, huh, guys? Read this shit and I'll give you every dollar I have, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Craig Beekman from Glover Street, New York. <laughs> Caitlin Morse from Orlando, Florida. David Shaw from Macon, Missouri. Jonathan Tuffy from Plymouth, Maryland. Rebecca Mignons from Fort Mill, South Carolina. And Tristan Lynch from Orlando, Florida. They became members. These are all people who just joined, Stephen. God bless them. Yeah, man. You guys are keeping the lights on. Yes, you are. Andrew Wheeler of Denver, Colorado. Thank you. Corey Large of Marion, Ohio. Thank you. Dirtbag Dan from uh, the... Uh, is that what he wrote his name? The emergency unit. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Ramirez from Port Orange, Florida. Eric Magda from Fela Vita. Uh, it gets hard sometimes. Uh, Fairy Villa, Arizona. Travis Williams from Lake Placid, Florida. Patrick Clark from Port Orange, Florida. Ariad Marlette from Toms River, New Jersey. Andrew Curtindale. South Leon, Michigan. Justin Phillips from Pineville, Louisiana. Danny Ham from Sunnyside, Georgia. Tra- or Terrence Davis from Temple Hills, Maryland. Farmon Davis from Little River, South Carolina. Cody Willem from Sun City, California. I think they're just doing this because they want to hear us butcher this shit. Yeah, this is Cedric Van Thilio from Villa Dreef. 18 Essen. That's Chris, that's from your planet because it's no state or anything. And then we have Blaine Bruyer from Mobile, Alabama. Louis Fay from Berkeley, California. Alex Lopez from Providence, Rhode Island. Richard Hargan from Warrensburg, Missouri. And Olivia Oliver from Ocala, Florida. Matt Wishgrad from Titusville, Florida. And Darren Nunez. Martin Rodriguez, East Chicago, Indiana. I didn't know this was East Chicago, Indiana. I guess East, I'm going to tell you this much. I can already tell you East Chicago, Indiana's got murders. Yeah. Anytime you hear cities like that, like where are you from? Oh, I'm from East Memphis, Texas. Yeah, that's a murder place. Yeah. 
Ryan Hoffman, Fort Hood, Texas. Okay. Oh, Fort Hood, man. Sorry about that, buddy. You know? uh, thank you for uh, being <laughs> Look at the service. We appreciate boy's it. eyes. He's having flashbacks Don't hang yourself, homie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Emma Norris from Norman, Oklahoma. Jacob Brody from Springfield, Missouri. Stephen Thrash from Indianapolis, Indiana. Nathan Legs, Ormond Beach, Florida. I'm, oh, Nathan Jones. Legs. That sounds like a nickname for a dude in a wheelchair. Oh, Nate Legs. From Joe Jones from Lincoln, Nebraska. Joe Brian Jones is Mike Black Jones' brother. From Winnie, Texas. Joshua Brennan, Clinton, Massachusetts. Stephen Rivera from Mill Hall, Pennsylvania. That's my first page. Done. I got. I knocked my first out. I got my seconds here. Oh, we're on. But we're, let's. We're neck uh, and neck. I don't want to just read names for the last twenty minutes of the show. I kind really? of feel like people won't be like, "Oh, that's cool." Let me listen to names for the last twenty minutes. It's like the it. it's like the Bozo Show back in the day on the WGN. Uh, yeah, they were like, "We're playing tonight for Bob Brown I from used, Clarksville, Indiana." I, I I always hated when like the kid playing for you was like some fucking toddler. And you're like, yeah. you are going to fuck the grand prize game. I used to practice the grand prize game. Me and my sister, Melinda, we would practice it with buckets balls. and ping pong balls all Hell throughout yeah. the house. And then we would get real wild with it because I was like, maybe, just just hear me out. What if we're ever there and Bozo's like, you got to get it from like 30 yards. Yeah. Like, you know. Just like JoJo Perrette from Davenport, Florida, you never know. Or Josh Hurts from Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Or Frank Smith from Kissimmee, Florida. You know what it is, guys, and you don't understand? He just likes lists. His fucking OCD spectrum <laughs> mind is, like, going nuts because there's a list here. He's got his dick hard right now. It's beautiful. Because he's like, look at this list and look at this font. I want you to do this, Steven. I'm excited that these are to, actual members. I want you to rotate font every Steven, three. These are, these are real people? Yeah. These are, this, is real, this is a real list of people? Yeah. Like Tom it. Fulton from Lake Mary, Florida. Emil Pedersen from Herring Nowhere, because he didn't put his state. Brian Stanley from New Jersey. If you really want to freak Mike out, though, rotate font. Have some of these a little off-center. And then give him the list of that. Oh, hold on. First of all, I, I there, there was one or two I didn't read because I know it was bullshit. <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers just want me to say this, and I ain't saying it. D's nuts? Oh, from- that was the close, close. Uh, but Chris Harris wasn't one of those from Lexington, North Carolina. Patrick Colwell of Conway Springs, Kansas City, or Kansas. Uh, Dillo. Uh, Armo. Dylan. Armo. Dillo. Dylan Starlo from Knox. The cock out of his mouth. Iowa. Ryan Morris. From Homosa, Florida. Brian Boker from Pennsylvania. And Dylan knocks the cocks out of his mouth. Hunter Leach from Oshkosh. Um, oh, what the hell is O-N? Oshkosh, O-N? Oh, got a Canadian, eh? Ontario. Uh, Scott He's like, I'm from Oshkosh. And I'm like, those Nazis were horrible. Pasadena, <laughs> Maryland, uh, Maryland. Matthew Brunnell from Ocala, Florida. Austin Sessler. From Henderson, Tennessee. Marcelino Gonzalez, Port Charlotte, Florida. Oh, you proud of me on that one? Uh, Brock uh, Kuhn. Uh, K-O-O-N-E. Boy, boy. Uh, Bridgetown, Washington. Michael White from Youth uh, Ethica. Euthanasia? Ethica, uh, New York. That's how you say it. Ethica? Ethica? Yeah. Ethica? It's close enough. Elijah Eubank from Vandalia, Ohio. Zach Hastings from Topeka, Kansas. Justin Badcock from Thornton, Colorado. Mark Thomas Myers, Goodcock. Sheffield, <laughs> Alabama. 
Ismail. You know when your Maverick, last name is Badcock? Groveland, you, Florida. You, you've literally heard it from everyone. Like, what's your name? Uh, Mike Badcock. But don't let the name fool you. It's no, sufficient. Noah Thomas, Persia, Iowa. Persia? <laughs> what are you, like a fucking explorer Josh from the 1920s? Griffin, well, I got to go to Persia and get North some rugs. Caswell, Virginia. Oh, this here's one. Uh, Ash, Ashmin yourself. Eastern Province. I don't you, know. You ask me and yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. That's that's in somewhere in the Middle East. Um, Eastern Province? No, but it has Al-Kabaka, uh, al al What are you, are you, are you Abra al Alcabora, Eastern Province? That's not no fucking American shit. I don't know what the fuck that is. His name is Amin Yourself. That's some Middle Eastern stuff. Yeah, and they him. never have Middle Eastern names in the United States because we don't allow immigration. <laughs> Yahim Lopez, North Liberty, Iowa. Ron Robb. To Barry, Florida, Jesse Sanchez, Pomonom, California. Look at his body. You can look at his body posture. He's in a race now to read them all. Because yeah, in his mind, in his mind, he can't finish this. Billy, list. He can't Billy finish the list. Mooresville, <laughs> Indiana. He's leaning forward. His shoulders Lexa are tense. Lexa Miller, Spartanburg, Florida. If I don't finish You're the list. You're a blasphemer, Erica Harris, Dover, if Tennessee. If I don't finish the list, my grandma dies. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Harmon, South Portland, Maine. He's going to click the Josh lights on Fraser, three times and turn in William, three semicircles. Williamton, uh, Maine. <laughs> James Bartell, Apopka, Florida. Gnoble <laughs> Gonzalez. Ooh, I'm proud of that one. I, I was proud, um, too. I was like, you just nailed that Brownsville, one. Texas. Curtis Hutchinson, Newport News, Virginia. I fucked a girl from there. Uh, Curtis, do you know her? Is um, she your sister? Jacob, Jeff, Jeff Jacob what's the name Moore? of the girl? What's the oh, name this, of the girl he a, fucked from Newport? Jacob you know? Moore from Nagandagis. Nagan, not going to pronounce that one. Nagandagis, <laughs> Texas. Not, wait, 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 wait. Go back to that. Narcondagis. N-A-G or N-A-C-O. Narcondagis? Yeah, that's that's what it's. Narcondagis, uh, Texas. I don't know. Thomas Burns from Tiffin, Iowa. Narcondagis. Chris uh Chris Gwynn from Colorado, uh, uh, Longmont, uh, Longmont, <laughs> Colorado. Robert, uh, if the jury could read the names. <laughs> Robert Seamner, uh, Vero Beach, Florida. Oh, this one's hard. Uh, uh, Ronald Amingan Garancado, Cranberry <laughs> Township, Pennsylvania. I was way off on that Gu- one. Gun to Mike's Sorry, head. Ronald. They're like, read the names on this list or we kill everybody in this room. He's like, I'm so sorry. How do you how do you Ronald M I G M I G Y A N K O Myanko Myanko Ronald Myanko Cranberry Township What are you just not reading code words Ronald Myanko Cranberry Ryan, Ryan That's it the Hoffman, cell's been activated the cell's been activated Ryan Hoffman from Fort Hood Texas Ooh, baby Ryan once again sorry bro Got the servicemen up in here We got Brandon Lynn of Louis Louisville, Texas, and last but not least, Josh Harland, Pierpont, Ohio. Oof. That was that was a lot. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that in once, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but you got some. You got to talk shit about my fucking. Ho- I, when it comes to pronouncing names, it's the worst. <laughs> I can I can read anything, but when it comes to names, though, fuck, I don't know what it is. You almost remind me Those of like, are like hard. somebody's like niece or nephew. I can read anything. Put a word in front of me right now. Put a fucking word in front of me. Give me I'll another, tell you the give, definition give me, of the give, motherfucker. Give me another word. I can't <laughs> me, spell it. Give me another word. <laughs> I, I had to host Jacob Moser's wedding, and he and he married a a Filipino woman. A Filipino woman, and they wow. 
I was so nervous. I would have rather gone out there butt-ass naked and fucked the cake in front of everybody <laughs> than read the goddamn uh, wedding party names. The, the whole Filipino side, I was fucked. You're like, Jacob, right now, what the fuck are three X's in a triangle? What is that sound? It's I was, like a PlayStation code. I was freaking out because I was like, oh, I'm about to ruin the bet, the greatest. Ralphie, you were there, remember? When Ben got his dick sucked from that training? Yeah, you were there. You, you were, you were, it was in your bed, I think. You know who wasn't there? Dustin Nodlin from Glenville, Montana. Perfect. I get to talk shit about you now. Karina Schwartzkopf from Vero Beach, Florida. Jason, J-A-S-E-N, because his parents are cool. But you know, someone's like, did I not hope, stay together. Someone's hoping Davis. right now. I hope Mike Busey doesn't read my name. He's really going to yeah. fuck it up. Elizabeth in all caps Hoover from Fontanasasa, Florida. Scott Terry from Ocean City, Maryland. Gary Spry from Henderson, uh, MN. Which one that one's? Minnesota or Fontana? Yeah, okay. Uh, Joseph Ross from St. Cloud, Florida. St. Cloud? Yeah, St. Cloud. Joshua Ramirez from Port Orange. Kyle H. from St. Petersburg. Uh, Veronica Shuttlesworth. That just sounds... Veronica Shuttlesworth. She sounds hot. She sounds hot and rich. Yeah. Uh, from Claremont, Florida. Okay. Oh, what's up, baby? Shit, I got her address. Let me just swing by. Hey, let's go. What's up, girl? Hey, Veronica, you up? Oh, sorry. Hey, you know we'll we leave. should. <laughs> hey, can we put their phone numbers on here next? We need to start calling them. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You listening? Here Gabriel you Carrillo from Casa Grande, Arizona. Corey Little from Crestview, Florida. Daniel Matacruz from Gladstone, Michigan. Isaac, I, I love when I'm a mess up the state because I don't I fuck it up the abbreviation. They're like, well, I thought it was me, but you know, I'm like, from Michigan. I don't know. If you listen about two hours into it, I think they say my name. Yeah, I'm Stephen not sure. Cole from Waterloo, Tony Ortega from Fresno, Chris Duff from Sudbury, Maryland. Oh, see, he's half assing it. He's not even saying the states now. Well, some of them don't have it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Douglas Arlt from Daytona Beach. Douglas, I got your phone number because you came here uh, to this member's weekend, and you texted me, could I open the general store for you to get your shirt? And I said yes and never did. So hit me up because I will get you a shirt. We got Michael Gonzalez from Ocala, Nick uh, Karlowick from Cortland, Illinois, S&T from Ashtabulu, Ohio. Love that place. Shane Yovich, one of my favorite places in Ohio, from Pontiac, Michigan, Chris uh, Maldondo. Is, is it Bay true City. that you're going? To, if you're going to, you're going to the fucking epicenter of. Uh, well, are you going to uh, Minnesota tomorrow? I am going to Minnesota tomorrow. Tom where, Fulton where, from Lake Florida. Be? I'm going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin, the next day. Uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, the day after that, and then Green Bay, Wisconsin. So tell them where I actually when. don't know all the names wow. of the places. Uh, wow. You're getting paid to be here. You don't know where you're going. Oh, really, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> don't uh, judge me, motherfucker. You know how that road shit is, though, man. All right, so check it out. I'm at the... Uh, the Enchanted Barn Wedding Venue, which is now doing comedy in Hillsdale, uh, Wisconsin. That's going to be a killer. That's some good money. I'll let you guys look at the money for each of them so you can understand why I'm doing this. <laughs> I am going to be at uh, Sweeney's in uh, Cornell, Wisconsin. That when? one doesn't include a hotel. That one is April 23rd. That's, That's a sleep in your car, motherfucker? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to be at Embers 1871. Yeah, the fuck whoever you can in the Hampton Inn fucking oh, lobby. Oh, boy, that's, I learned a trick, man. My boy called it Roadhog, and he was like, when we don't got a hotel, he's like, we hit up the 7-Elevens and find that chick coming off her shift. He's like, <laughs> he's oh, like yeah. I don't care what she looks like. He's like, we lay game. He's like, and whichever one of us she likes, that one sleeps in the bed, and the other one sleeps on the couch. <laughs> one time I got so horny. Uh, me and my boy, uh, Bo Thompson, who's now de- dead of a heroin overdose. Um, Push it to the <laughs> limit. <laughs> we jumped in the back of my Kawasaki Ninja. Some of y'all think you like heroin. And Not Bo. He loved it. <laughs> well, he, he died years later, and he's a fucking idiot. I love him. And I miss him, but God damn it, man. I hate drugs. Yeah, Anyways. Man. So if you're listening to heroin right now, put it fucking down, man. Yeah, and not not the podcast though, the heroin. Yeah, yeah. Put mm-hmm. I mean if you're doing heroin, you might not live just to hear uh, you uh, hear us butcher your name. Yeah. So I think they uh, said my name. I got so horny, we jumped on my bike my motorcycle. It was a uh, Kawasaki Ninja covered in ragged shag carpet and nuts the butts to Walmart. And it was like when Super Walmart first started coming out, and I'm like, I know where you can find some pussy. I was like, let's go to Walmart. And we showed up, and we just scoured through there like some horny fucks. We're like 21, 22. And uh, I show up, and I see a very uh, not so desirable, but mm, she'll do for now, uh, chick walking around in the shoe aisle. I think she had just got off work from like Waffle House, and she was trying to find those mm. new black uh, non-slick work shoes. And I walked right up to her. I was like, hey, you trying to suck my dick? And she's like, what? And I was way more out of control. You think some of these dumb TikTokers you follow now are out of control? You should have met me 20 years ago. I was a fucking asshole. I was out of control. And uh, she said, she said, obviously said no. Bitch. But uh, me and my friend, uh, Bo, we, uh, what was the moral of the story? Oh, I mean, I mean fucking, to be honest, Mike. <laughs> I <don't even> remember. <laughs> All right, keep reading some names. I'm done with names. Really? You read them all? Yeah. Wow, yours seems so much faster than mine. Because <laughs> I'm really good with words. Damn. You know? <laughs> Fuck. I'd say the moral of the story. The moral of the story is tune in next week when, uh, I don't know, we butcher some more names. So if you sign up to become a member, we're going to – look, these are, real, these are real lists. Show them the list, Miguel. There's four pages of uh, – well, actually, I got – no, we – he. Oh, there's a. Did you have a third? You have a third page. I have a page? third page, but it start. It has the bottom half has some repeat names. Are you sure? Yeah, Shane. Don't you fucking nope, cheat. No, nope. I'm paying attention to this, bro. You sure? Yeah. Steven. Yeah, he's right. All right, yeah. all right. Just make sure. Because it'd be that one guy like. That's oh, why I got yeah, a little bend signed in it. up. And, and, I, and and if you missed your name and you signed up, hit hit us up. Uh, it's uh, Jeff at Mike Busey. <laughs> <laughs> And he will remember your name. No, uh, so you see this giant ass TV that does nothing every fucking show. We're going to be fucking with it, and maybe we're going to be, uh, you know, showing your name, and, 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 and maybe maybe we can figure out way to get a picture of their face or something. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. We, we, we butchered 75 fucking names. <laughs> now you want the face. If we do that, we're just going to put it like missing kids. It's like, like the runaway train never coming back. <laughs> it looked like a Walmart yeah. fucking entrance. Oh, dude! All the have you seen me kids on the wall? Last story because we're 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 almost we've hit our hour. Hey, oh, we gotta make up for the thirty minutes of name no, reading. Fuck you, man! I'm going to look sleep at Jeff soon. just like I got my counter out. No, here's the deal. When we were on tour, I went he, to pa- a, I he went paused to the show every time yeah. we started reading names. I went to we went to a Walmart and we were on tour. And no lie, there was a picture of this kid who looked just like Hot Rod. 
but he was aged up and i was looking at him and he was like missing and i was like what the fuck and then matt comes walking up and matt just comes looking at it and he goes hi rod you kidnapped <laughs> Hot Rod you kidnapped cuz yeah cause he just looked just like Hot Rod and the way Max's face was little legs come walking out the Walmart shitter and he just looked Hot Rod turns and goes Hot Rod you kidnapped <laughs> like Hot Rod was gonna be like yeah <laughs> just walk off yeah um man we're still definitely still exhausted uh from this whole members Beat. weekend and it's hot as fuck in here. We got to figure out some of this AC shit, man. This is this is. I'm I'll tell you what. The more of you guys who keep joining members, the easier it's going to be to figure out something. And maybe, honest to God, maybe we just end up going on a on a tour to do this podcast, meeting all the people. What we what we did last time, uh, Jenny Springs. So let me understand. Let me. Uh, we started promoting this to the spring the the swingers. They couldn't even believe that they were going to get three days and three nights of accommodations, food, drinks, and activities, entertainment, all for $33 a month. They didn't. Some of them didn't sign up just because they didn't believe it was real. And uh, it's true. Not only do you get to see all the crazy uncensored content, and we got some fire-ass shit coming up. We've been dropping some fire shit, and we got some more fire shit on the way. And we're we're digging ourselves out of the hole slowly but surely of some of the old content that no one's ever seen, including myself, from other shitty cameramen of the past that got paid and never did their job. And uh, we're slowly but surely getting that stuff out and filming new shit. And uh, it takes a little time to when you've got two cameras filming all day, three days. It's like that's literally like almost like a week's worth of footage to go through. But uh, we're gonna be going through it. We're gonna be dropping that. And like I said, on Cinco de Mayo, May fifth. We are having a putt-putt tournament. So uh, if you're a member, you're going to be coming. And uh, Memorial Day weekend, we're inviting all our members to come out to Jenny Springs. I told, talked a little bit about it. I promise you, you want to fucking come. Uh, it's a shit show every fucking year. Uh, it's not for kids. Uh, I mean, you can bring kids. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. They're not taking me to fucking court if fucking your kids get snatched up. But uh, fucking- Hey, Hot Rod, you get snatched up at Jenny Springs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but however it is a good time this is not a place for someone who's like a like going to get some r&r like if you're going there to go to sleep at midnight and shit or lights out no this is not the place it is you it hear is, that chris yeah yeah chris this is going to be a first little taste of tour because we got that we got the brand new generator for matt horn blasters which we don't know what the fuck it does it's huge as fuck thank you matt it's fucking jesus christ go to hornblasters.com Buy a train horn or a PA. Use the promo code Busey. Same deal with Bumpbox. Go to Bumpbox.com. Use the promo code Busey. Support those who support me. And um, we love you guys. Get out there. And if you remember, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be giving you a little special uh, privileges: some drinks, some food. So all you gotta do is show up. You gotta pay for your admission to get in there and everything. But um, once you, uh, <laughs> we could not afford to pay. Hundreds of people's like hundred dollar fucking for the weekend hangout. That would yeah, that would be bad. We'd have to read names every single. Po- it would just be a name, a podcast name, a show, a podcast. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, we love you guys. We will talk to you all next week. Mike's gonna ramble on and find another list of shit to read soon. And uh, thank you guys for all thank the y'all for thank y'all for listening. We really appreciate. It. We love you guys. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bye.